Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 151 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm over it. <laughs> and this episode is sponsored by... Jennifer Dardis. Thank you, Jennifer. Thanks, Thanks Jennifer. This is the Mew of our podcast. The Mew? Yeah. Pokemon number 151. Oh. <gasps> You're welcome. Uh, Sarah, you can excuse yourself. I'm like, when you said Mew, though, I think I did know it was a Pokemon. I'm proud of you. A Pokemon. 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 How do you pronounce it? Pokemon. 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 Pocket Monsters. But don't they call Pokey? Isn't that what it's called? Or is it called Poke? Pokeball. Pokemon. No, it's a type of food. Oh, dish. poke a po- food. A pokeball. Th- yeah. Or a poke. Isn't it just poke? Poke. Slow poke. <laughs> <laughs> it's a poke a poke. I think it's like raw fish. What's happening? Well, it's like cooked, but like not cooked. Poke. Poke bowls. Mon. Pokemon. Bowls. <laughs> Today we will be discussing <laughs> the second half after- What? <laughs> Oh, the second half <laughs> chapter 18. <laughs> this is to a fantastic start. Um, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, Dumbledore's Army. So make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to snoop your way through the details. I have a question before we begin. That's fine. Let me finish what I'm saying. Okay. Because no one knows what I'm going to say next. Okay. We're going to go to Megan for weekly profit. No, we're not. Because we're going to go to Sarah. <laughs> Well, like, if you think about it, we see, I guess that the Order of the Phoenix is, like, a big deal in this book, but, like, wouldn't you say Dumbledore's Army is a bigger deal? I agree. But do you think that she didn't want to name the book Dumbledore's Army because that would be, like, a, not a giveaway, but, like, a ooh, kind of a spoiler without knowing anything? I think, yeah, yeah I think that, like, Harry the, Potter and Dumbledore. The, the Order Army. of the Phoenix is just like such a huge part of the rest of the series. I mean, it's I, like a really good I guess, opener. Like, this is like their own Order of the Phoenix, you I know? Mean, that's fine. Um, but maybe that's why she did it because like she's like tricking us. Like, Well, they Harry all Potter become the part order. of the Order. Right. Do they though? Technically. Fred and George at least. They're the only ones old enough really. So is yeah, that like everyone, Joe, Tiffany? Well, I'm pups. sure all of them would <laughs> after they were of age. You could consider them Do members of the order. you know who definitely becomes a part of the Order of the Phoenix? Not you. Marietta. <laughs> when I 
that conversation again? I really would rather not. <laughs> well, she's brought up at the end of this chapter because well, she doesn't want to be there. Then why'd she come? Leave. Don't come back. I'm not doing this. Yes. We already said our pieces. Uh, weekly profit news. Yeah. Do you want to tell me something? Yeah. So I wanted to highlight a black-owned Etsy shop. Do and tell. I found one that has some Potter things, which is cool. Mm. So it's called Book and Rever- Reverie. Yeah. Um, and they're book-inspired candles, Whoa. which is pulling cool. it up. I'm pulling they it up. They also have Greek mythology ones, and you know I love yes. that. So there's all different kinds. There's like a Luna-scented mm-hmm. one. There's <gasps> Ooh, a Red Queen. Ooh, I enjoy. Wizarding... Yeah. Jelly beans. Look at the Ooh. chocolate frog one. There's house ones. <gasps> I like that. There's one's called the Wise House. There's a little tiny froggy. Cute. Where's mine? Oh, and there's one called We're All Mad Here. Brave for house. Alice in Wonderland. Brave a House. Little princess. Basically, just like all book themed. The magical great hall. So Wine fun. and books. Sasa. Um, Wise House. I think it smells like night air books and clever magic is what that says. Or maybe that's just what it says on the thing, but it looks really cute. What does mine smell like? I'm going to look at mine. Garbage. Oh, my gosh. I need this. Spiced pumpkin fireplace brave magic. Mm. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, I love the God of Fire. God of Fire. Mine. More candle Aries. Look at this. Lemon muffins, nutmeg, and just... That sounds delightful. Ooh, this can we can we order some? I would love to. Sure. Ooh. Dark waters, incense, and ambitious magic. Ooh. I that need... sounds like so me. That sounds awesome. Look at the detail though on the um, packaging. Yeah, yeah really packaging cool. is beautiful. Oh my god! So this is awesome. There's Deathly Hallows on it. I am so um, sold. here for it, man. So sold. All right. Blow all your money. So, what is the name of this shop again? Book and Reverie. On Etsy. So, go check it out. The next bit of weekly profit news is that next weekend, after this episode comes out, Katie and I are officially going to be residents of Florida. Floridians. Wow. Which is crazy. It is pretty crazy. Exciting. I I have some big news, too. That weekend, I'll also be a resident of Ohio still. (laughs) (laughs) So, did you guys get nervous there for a second? Like, what is she going to say? I thought you were going to say of Florida because you have a place to stay there now. (laughs) That's where I thought you were going. I have a new vacation home. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Um, So, yeah, we're hitting the road in. Well, that we're recording. Again. We're recording this episode a couple of weeks before, so we're hitting the road in a couple of weeks. And can't wait to get on the road again. I thought Sarah was going to say that she can't wait for us to leave. <laughs> I'm counting it's down the days. The road, oh Jack. Bye. Don't you come back? No, yeah. you can come back. Oh, we're going to come back. Don't. If worry. Ohio will let us. No, we won't. We're going to shut it down. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's exciting. Kate and I are moving. New adventures. Please. New adventures. I feel like this is how you said it. Kate and I are moving. Okay, so here's the thing. I was editing some of our vlogs, and I was like, I talk really monotone all the time, and I sound, like, unhappy all the time. I, I have need to change that. never thought that. Nope. Really? Yep. Okay, well, that's good, because I was, I was just listening to me talk in this, like, one part, and I was like, I sound like... 
not a nice person. Well, oh. that's a different question than what you said originally. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I just sound like I have like no emotions about what I'm talking about. That it's not true. Like that doesn't mean you're not a nice person. So well, you can sound sure. monotonish and be a great person. Basically Sarah's saying I'm not a nice person. No, I'm and just saying I that was not what you originally <laughs> You're always your own worst critic and that goes yeah. for sure. hearing your own voice yeah. via audio. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. Or like my face doesn't show emotion sometimes oh, mine does your face will surely show it okay <laughs> so i need no i've got, i've, I've, I've literally to... never thought that of you well that's good that's good i just like i've gotten used to hearing my own voice i don't hate my voice as much as i let my voice i know <laughs> i heard myself because i was wearing headphones the other day when i was recording and I was like, not, I'm not used to that. You know, we don't record with, he- we don't, yeah. when we're together, don't record with headphones on. Yeah. Um, and I think like three years ago, I would have been like cringing the whole time being like, Ugh. Yeah, for and now sure. I'm like, Ugh. I'm I like, still yeah, don't whatever. care for my voice, but like. I love my voice. I, like I sound great. I like the way it sounds to me. Okay. If that's what you think. Okay, Gryffindor. <laughs> you like to take unnecessarily long pauses. Because I have to think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. So, so I don't. Yeah. Anyway, pause. I need to work on my facial expressions. That is my uh, is little that your note Florida to goal. That's my Florida goal. <laughs> you I know, work on <laughs> facial expressions. Do you have to? I want to vlog more. Listen, so, like, I don't want to like always just be like. I was a cheerleader, I'm so and I can and I, teach like, you. No... Uh, I don't need to be that. Much. I mean, oh I, I think you can still vlog and not worry about how your face looks. No, I know. I just like I don't want to like always just look like a Debbie Downer one. You don't. <laughs> I feel like I do. Let's move on because I can't. It is time. Oh, stop laughing. I'm not, I can hear Katie more than you. <laughs> now I can't do it. <laughs> it was so beautiful. For the ring, ring, ring. Oh, my goodness. It was going to be so good. Until I looked at salsa in the eyes. The recap. It is here. <laughs> it's because I watched Frozen today and they're, you know, she's Singing. being queen and they're like, Mom, I don't know what they say. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're saying. Let's have some yum yums. I brought snacks. Did Co- you? You had a gushers. I want more. Go into the recap. All I, right. I have water. Mr. Krabs, I have an idea. (laughs) (laughs) I know that one. Oh, my God. All right, recap. Last time, talked about the Gryffindor Quidditch team. Boo. They're reformed. Boo. Woohoo. Yay. Boo, boo, Gryffindor. Sorry. (laughs) Not sorry. (laughs) Ain't no laws when you're playing the claws. What? What are you? What? I don't know. All right. You mean the the claws? All I can think of is a claw machine. <laughs> the claws. I'm in like Raven claws. It moves. Please. Look. Okay. Go ahead. So uh, they try to practice, but the weather is too terrible. As are the boils on Fred and George's butts. Harry <laughs> Scar. That where they were? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they were walking <laughs> bandy legged. Harry's scar hurts again, and he realizes he can feel Voldemort's moods. That's weird. And he keeps having the same dream. Dream, 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 dream. 
No one wants to sing a summary for Sasa. <laughs> There's a lot of S's, sorry. <laughs> um, so Dobby is proving to be helpful again. And I don't mean that in a sarcastic way. He genuinely is. Sometimes I have my own bias because sometimes I don't care for him. Anyways, and he tells Harry about a place for him and his friends to play. Could be fun news, dudes and dudettes. Uh, and there has been there has been a time and a place set up for the new club. And when it arrives, it's perfect. It even has books for Hermione. Uh, and then they come up with a name for their um, real cool new super secret fighting club. And they start practicing right away. Is Whoa, this man. Like, and then wizarding fight club. And then <laughs> the chapter ends with something groundbreaking that has never happened before. Ron and Hermione, Ron and Hermione are arguing. What? I know. Uh, I know. I don't what? want to anyone. They've never done that. Unacceptable. I know. I mean, 151 episodes later, the Mew episode. The Mew episode. I got real I'm like, do you mean new? The Mew. That's kind of what she sounds like. She sounds like a kitty cat. I made Meg watch the first Pokemon movie with me. It's so good. Can we can watch the Spongebob one? Before. That's no, hilarious. No, but we need to. She's, you've seen it, haven't you? I have seen it. But she needs to see it and, like, pay attention. It's so good. I know. Don't think we don't know how to weed. I've <laughs> <laughs> said that on every episode, like, the last three months. <laughs> Since I watched it the other day. It's been, like, these... The listeners are going to get like three or four weeks in a row of Spongebob movie quotes. Yep. I did talk about it the other day when I was not around these parts. I was like, you got to watch it. Now that we're men. Funny. Mm-hmm. You can do anything. Mm-hmm. Now that we're men. We are invincible. And then she's like, I didn't say that. <laughs> Jeez. They're trying to get to Shell City, man. Back to Harry Shell Potter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Patrick. We never made it to Shell City. Right, now you're just kind of bumming me out. Are you two done? Yeah. Are you sure? No. Oh gosh. <laughs> so in Harry's dream, he's str- he's like stretching out his hand. He's inches from grabbing the door handle, and then he wakes up with a start. Harry Potter, sir. And all the candles in the common room they've gone out, and Harry says, "Who's there?" <laughs> well, it's the Prince of Bel Air. No, but oh my god! In reality. Oh it is Dobby, and he has a cured Hedwig with him. I have a question. Why is he taking him there so late at night? Like, wait till the daytime. Well, it's Dobby. He's super excited. I guess that's true. So, quote, Dobby the house elf was standing beside the table on which Hermione had left half a dozen knitted hats. His large pointed ears were now sticking out from beneath what looked like all the hats that Hermione had ever knitted. He was wearing one on top of the other so that his head seemed elongated by two or three feet. And on the very topmost bobble sat Hedwig, hooting serenely and obviously cured. I love that she's on the top. The tippity top. I need someone to draw that. That would be so cute. Is Hedwig on top of his head in the chapter art? Oh, on the chapter art? I don't know. Sasa's going to look. And break things. Mm-hmm. I'll just unplug my computer. So Dobby volunteered to bring Hedwig back to Harry from Professor Grubbly Plank. And Harry was a little bit caught off guard because he was really focused on his dream. And he was looking at Dobby in his ensemble. And it's like taking him a little bit. I mean, that's a lot. Like- <laughs> it's a lot to take in. Like, that's not normally what he wakes up to. So seeing that being like... 
woken suddenly. Yeah. It's a surprise. So he keeps looking at Dobby. <laughs> He's also wearing several scarves and an innumerable socks. So much that his feet looked too big for his body. Aww. I love him. With some cozy toesies. Are you cozy? Are you cozy? <laughs> so Harry asks him if he's been taking all the clothes that Hermione is leaving out. And he says, you know, no, giving some to Winky. <laughs> <laughs> Harry asks how Winky is. And this is really, really sad. Dobby explains what's been happening with her since we last heard about her. I th- is the last time we heard about her in Goblet? Yeah. So. That's what I thought. Um, that's when we meet her. Yeah. Oh, you mean like in this book, we haven't heard from her. Right. Yeah. 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 We haven't heard from Dobby either until now. True. True. He's always around. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, who's the, who's the one from Puffs? Oh. I've been oh. here the whole time. Pippi. 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 <laughs> quote winky is still drinking lots sir he said sadly his enormous round green oh man eyes largest tennis balls downcast she still does not care for clothes harry potter nor do the other house elves none of them will clean gryffindor tower anymore not with the hats and socks hidden everywhere they find them insulting sir dobby does it all himself sir but dobby does not mind sir For he always hopes to meet Harry Potter. And tonight, sir, he has got his wish. Dobby sank deeply into a bow again. Um, I thought that house elves had to be presented with clothing in order to be freed. I wondered, though, if they just find it insulting. Because, like, it's just insulting. It not it can't work. But it's like, just why would you like, like, why are you hiding this? Yeah. Because it's, like, like, so clearly for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They need to have a conversation. I agree. This is something that I don't care that she, like, what she does. You know what I mean? And this happens in real life where people are, like, pushing their ideas. It's it's that. Or it's, like, somebody saying things without having, like, all the information. And then realizing that you're wrong and you need to change your ways. Yeah. Or, like, you know, you're trying to, like... Really, like, her heart is in the right place where, like, she it wants really is. everyone to have the rights. Yeah. But, like, you need to have, like, if you're going to if you're going to have a conversation about a group of people, you should have people from that group in the conversation because you're it's affecting them Sasa significantly soapbox. more so than you. Sasa it's, just, it's stupid. Yep. <laughs> Thank because, you. Because, like, how am I, how, how can Hermione tell you how a house F feels? She can't because she doesn't know. This you know applies mean? to so many different areas yes. of life. Yes, I agree that she should get them in on the conversation. But I think where her head is at in this is that she feels like they're brainwashed. So they're not going to say what she thinks they should say, which I'm not saying is correct. But that's what she's thinking. That is and too true but, and as that's well. that's not for her to say what they should want. Mm. Like you could present every like you could present them all of the information. And it, that from from my point of view. You could present them with all of the information and if they choose to not want to be free or whatever, like that's their choice. But if you all give them all you the, can do is you know, give them the option, right? You can't force people because then you're just forcing them from being forced to do one thing to being forced to do something else. Free? I don't disagree with her, though, that they are partially brainwashed. I don't I don't disagree with yeah. that either. It's just a tough situation. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. In it in it like her like sarah said her heart is definitely in the right place here it's just like her matter her manner her approach 
Yeah. Yeah. Of going about it is all wrong. Yes. And and I like part of me gets why she does do it the way that she does, but that still doesn't necessarily make it the right thing to do. And how? All right. But I still love her 90. We know. <laughs> Dobby being an incredibly selfless dude asks Harry how he's doing because he says, you know, you don't seem happy. What, even, a, good, what a good guy. Well, you know? even though he's got like winky on his mind, he's like, but enough about me. Like, you don't seem happy. He's like, you were muttering in your sleep. And he asks him if he's having bad dreams. And he says that he wishes he could help Harry Potter. Mm. I just love that. He's so you selfless. Know, I really wish that, like, they didn't cut all of the stuff that, like, he's done. For Harry? Yeah. From yeah. No, the I know. movies. You know what I mean? Because, like, for the for majority, like, I, I feel like I've been inundated with the movies so much yeah. that I, like, forgot. And, like, now reading this, like, I won't lie, I did not care for Dobby when we started this reread. And no, not that I, like, love him. But I'm like, dude, like, you were, you're less annoying now than when I first met you in the second book. Um, and you're way more helpful than I remember. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he's a good friend. I th- like, I can get now reading it thinking to, like, what happens in book seven. Like, I can, mm. I can understand Harry's reaction more so like the first time i was like dude it's just dobby he was annoying um but i was also like 17 reading this book right so now i'm like i can understand i I would be upset too that's why his death i think is more emotional yeah for book readers than movie watchers i'm curious i'm curious to like hear if there is anybody who's a listener who is just a movie watcher like do you get Dobby's death? Like, do you feel mm. the feels that like people say that they feel and why mm-hmm. Harry used a spade rather yeah. than a wand and did what he did manual yeah. labor for someone who went above and beyond. I mean, yeah. he Malfoy Manor would have been an epic disaster. The battle would have happened there. Voldemort would have come back there and it would have been horrific it would have been a total loss it would have been a massacre yeah they would have they would have lost they would have the lost horcruxes the whole, wouldn't have, have been gone yeah harry Every, everybody would have been dead it, it would have been awful yeah. and completely underrated yeah yeah completely like rereading i'm like geez look you did you did so much mr dobby sir so much so much sir harry tells him thanks for the offer but there isn't anything that he can do for him Harry decides that he will have to finish his essay that he was working on tomorrow. And in the firelight, he sees the scars on the back of his hand illuminate. And then a little light bulb goes off. Bing. Well, maybe there is something that you could do for him, Dobby. And Dobby is delighted and says, name it. Oh, oh, dude. Call the elf. I also just want to say that, like, it makes me so sad that the filmmakers cut him out so much purely just because, like, they didn't like animating him. Looked Mm -hmm. better than... Well, did they they actually say they didn't like acting with the tennis ball thing probably either. i don't know then use like, a yoda puppet it's the same thing almost like it's not like dobby's the only thing that was like cgi you know no, like, i completely sure. agree and well, i just we like can't talk about Grant, cutting him completely just... out of four completely out of five like yeah and then he just <sighs> well i completely forgot that it was him that gave him the gillyweed and not neville yeah yeah for but i do like it was convenient I mean, they, that it was I mean, realistically they have to cut a bunch of stuff out for a book series 
to become a movie series. And I, I like that Neville was still a part of it, but like all of the main, like you, there's so much bigger in the books. Like Neville's so much bigger. Draco's so much bigger. Dobby is so much bigger. They really pare it down to just the trio in yeah. the movies, which is and like even that, realistically they, probably what they need to do, but like it just sucks. Yeah. But they also like, they mm-hmm. gave a lot of Ron's great lines to Hermione and things like she shouldn't know because she didn't know in the books what a mudblood was. Yeah. It's just, right. they deserved better. Because that's Dobby things that she wouldn't better. know. That's not going to be in the books that she's reading. Yeah. yeah. Before she goes to school or that's whatever. Ridiculous. Anywho. Dumb. I'm going to remake them all. <laughs> I need a TV series. I'm going to play each Honestly. character. HBO plays the movies that right now. Let's pair it up. Seven seasons. We're thriving. Netflix. Mini no, series. I want more than seven seasons. I want a pre Marauders. I want two seasons, seasons per book. Per book. <laughs> yeah. Gee, many Christmas. Give me all the details. Yeah. Give me the but like, deets. how would they do that? I don't know, but they I'd watch wouldn't. it. I'd watch I it. I would watch it. Yeah, I'd yeah. eat that up. Because I knew. Honey, I know what's I gonna happen, like, and I'd so eat that sad up. To not have Alan Rickman as Snape, though. Fast. This is like a get whole Adam, other conversation. Get that hot guy. Driver. Yes, Adam Driver. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, <laughs> sorry I, I'm objectifying you, but I just meant I couldn't remember your name, and you are attractive. Mm. You're also phenomenal. He's actor. Also I know you actor. don't listen to this. Maybe but, he does. You don't know. <laughs> I mean, Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Let me tell you, you should have won an Oscar for Marriage Story. Agreed. You're the best person in star wars <laughs> that's a lot i know but i love kylo ren okay, i love me some kylo ren. <laughs> harry says quote i need to find a place where 28 people can practice defense against the dark arts without being stu- discovered by any of the teachers especially harry clenched his hand on the book so that the scars shone pearly white professor umbridge so Harry's not going to be disappointed. He doesn't even have to wait. Dobby is so excited. Right away, he was like ready to tell Harry where to go. Quote, what he had not expected was for Dobby, Dobby to give a little skip, his ears waggling happily and clap his hands together. Dobby knows the perfect place, sir, he said happily. Dobby heard tell of it from the other house elves when he came to Hogwarts, sir. It is known by us as the come and go room, sir, or else as the room of requirement. Something else I want to point out, because Voldemort thinks that he's so much better than all these other people, creatures, beings, whatever. Mm -hmm. The house elves knew about it. He thinks that he's the only person, get serious, to know about the rumor of requirement that he hides a horcrux there. But he doesn't think that, like, house elves would know about it or anybody else would find this room. I don't think he wants to get serious because he already has his All right. Right? He wants to get for real on the for real, for real. (laughs) You know what I'm but saying? Like, but this is his major flaw. He thinks, absolutely he thinks too high of himself. Yes, and that like, like you think that you monologuing for eighty years is going to make people like be able to like get you know what I mean or like think He's too high. Super like, narrow minded. You don't you don't think of the little details, yeah. and that's what gets you dead. How Sarah, that is what gets you dead. That's what gets you dead, apparently. How old is Hogwarts? And you really think that after all these years of people being at Hogwarts, that you're the only person who knows about this? He's super duper selfish. He's just a big, big ego, he's, man. He's narcissistic. He's mm-hmm. He needs to calm down. He needs to he's calm being down. way too loud. Way too loud. <sighs> so like, yeah, remember can you move on? For real. Harry actually questions this, and it's interesting to how to see how much like knowledge Dobby has of this room. 
So Dobby goes on to say, because it is a room that a person can only enter, Dobby said seriously, when they have real need of it. Sometimes it is there and sometimes it is not. But when it appears, it is always equipped for the seeker's needs. Dobby has used it, sir, said the elf, dropping his voice and looking guilty, when Winky has been very drunk. He has hidden her in the room of requirement, and he has found antidotes for butterbeer there and a nice elf-sized bed to settle her on while she sleeps it off, sir. That's, like, so sweet. This is also I don't know why he feels guilty about sure. this. Maybe he just feels bad for her, but it says he looks guilty. Maybe because he's hiding something from masters that he doesn't have I anymore. Wonder, he's, like, scarred. I wonder like if he feels guilty, like, where... He's trying to help Winky, and maybe he thinks he's making the situation worse, or like she doesn't want to help. She has you know to I change mean? herself, correct? But like, in I'm sure that people that have gone through this in real life, you know, when they're they're the Dobby to a Winky, and Winky obviously, if she keeps doing this, doesn't want any help, and they just feel guilty, like they aren't doing enough, and I don't know, yeah. placing the blame on the wrong. You like, you know, he's not, he shouldn't be feel feeling guilty, but he just is. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Um, Dobby finishes saying, and Dobby knows Mr. Filch has found extra cleaning materials there when he has run short, sir. And and as he's like saying this, Harry's going back into his memory and it's recalling something. So Harry has um, a memory of Dumbledore telling him about the room with the chamber pots in it at the Yule Ball when he was in need. But Dumbledore apparently doesn't really know about this room specifically, which I find super incredibly hard to believe. I think he just, I think that he I knows. Like he, he feigns. Yeah. Yes. Ignorance. Yeah. Absolutely. Harry Potter. Yes. Well, also, but like so, Harry was a, le- well, I guess not at the old ball, but like when, when Harry's there with like the mirror. Yeah. If it's an 11 year old, you're not going to be like, by the way, this is a secret room of Hogwarts. You know what yeah, I mean? You're just yeah. going to be like, just forget about this. Wait, did he <laughs> find it in the room of requirement? I thought so. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. I maybe think. Not, but I thought. Um, I don't know. There's something my, about the tapestry. My question that's that right, a little I bit thought, more maybe. serious about this. Yeah. Um, why is it a room full of chamber pots and not a bathroom? What do you mean? Because Dumbledore's quirky. <sighs> it, it's weird, but Just like it's Dumbledore. Me. Isn't it chamber pots? Am I wrong in saying that? No, you're that? you're correct. Okay. It's just as weird to me. You have plumbing. Use a bathroom. Maybe he just wants <laughs> to get a feel for the old-fashioned ways. <sighs> Puff Puff well, just says that they thought they just poop forever. <laughs> the wikia does say that it was in. I love when people like that don't read Harry Potter. They're like, I noped out real hard when I heard that they used to use banish their waste. <laughs> They would just go and vanish it. On wizardingworld.com, under J.K. Rowling's writing of the Mirror of Erised, it says the mirror had been kept in the Room of Requirement since around 1891. In the room where it happened. Maybe it appeared to Harry because he was thinking about his parents or something. I don't know. I don't remember. It's been so long since we read that book. It's been so long. We've read it a million times. <sighs> Harry it's been Potter so long since we started this episode. 
So Dobby knows that very few people know about the room and some find it by accident and then never really realize it or find it again. Dobby offers to show Harry the room right meow, but Harry thinks that, you know, it would be risking a little bit too much since he spent most of his school year in detention already that, you know, due to the lateness of the hour. So he declines the invite. But then Harry asks Dobby where the room is exactly and how he can get into it. So, I like that Harry almost like gets up. He's like, yeah, let's go right now. And he's like, oh, wait. It's yeah. Late. Yeah. So the next day he's splashing across the good old vegetable patch for double herbology with Professor Sprout. And it's raining. Herbology. It's raining so hard <laughs> that it sounded like hailstones. It was actually I raining when I was doing my notes as well. Love that kind of rain. The hard Just rain. saying. Care of Magical Creatures was relocated to the ground floor inside the castles, and Angelina even came to tell them that there wouldn't be any Quidditch practice because of the weather as well. That's pretty extreme. But this makes him very happy, him being Harry, because now they're going to be able to have their first official meeting. So he tells them that he's found a space, and there will be a meeting tonight at 8 on the 7th floor. Opposite the tapestry of Barnabas the Barmy being clubbed by trolls. How not nice is that? That's very not nice. Thanks, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) So Barnabas the Barmy. You know what I didn't look up? What does Barmy mean? Think like the little nuts. Oh, silliness. She's nuts. Um, so is was a wizard crazy extremely foolish okay so was a wizard who made a bizarre and foolish attempt to train trolls for the ballet for the ballet is that what you said That's for the ballet it's in my part don't bring it up Shh. <laughs> okay sorry go ahead wow <laughs> i just got <laughs> shot down i love you <laughs> i just i was I, it's literally in my notes last katie shut down because may probably has some park information maybe <laughs> <laughs> so it's a moving tapestry <laughs> sorry depicting his attempt it's hung on the wall of the seventh floor of hogwarts school of witchcraft and wizardry opposite the entrance to the room of requirement um, it says Barnabas is a Greek form of an Aramaic name. In the New Testament, Barnabas was given. Um, what is Aramaic? Aramaic. Oh, yeah. What's that? I don't know. People. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you use the Google machine? Okay. The internet highway is at your fingertips. Um, was given to a man named Joseph, a companion to Paul on his missionary journeys. The original Aramaic is unattested, but it may be from meaning language. It's a Syrian language dialect. Son of the prophet. Mm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And Barmy means mad, crazy, or extremely foolish. Oh, I like this. Actor. Did you see this? There's an actor. For Barnabas? (laughs) Yeah. When has he acted? Well, let me tell you. He doesn't. Oh. Actor Mason Kane was considered for the role of Bar- Barnabas the Barmy in the tapestry outside the room of requirement for the film. 
but the scenes were never filmed and the tapestry is not even present in the corridor. No, they utilize the tapestry of a unicorn in the films. Mm-hmm. Which actually Katie and I have hanging in our living room. Double cool, man. Double cool. But yeah, so that's Barbus. Barmy, cousin of Blimey. <laughs> <laughs> There's another quote from the book. She looked slightly taken aback, but promised to tell the others. Nope. Wait, yes. <laughs> is that part of the quote? That's Angelina, right? That's Angelina. This is a good podcast. Do you yes. want to you edit that? Or are you okay nah, you know what? Trucking on. We ain't perfect. So Harry returns hungrily to his sausages and mash. Yeah, you do. And when he looked up to take a drink of pumpkin juice, he found Hermione watching him. What? He said thickly. Well, it's just that Dobby's plans aren't always that safe. Don't you remember when he lost you all your bones in your arm? This room isn't just some mad idea of Dobby's. Dumbledore knows about it, too. He mentioned it to me at the Yule Ball. Hermione's expression cleared. Dumbledore told you about it? Just in passing, said Harry, shrugging. Oh, well, that's all right, then, said Hermione briskly (laughs) as she raised no more objections. And I said, Dumbly Mike, drop another thing i don't care about like why oh you suddenly can't trust what dobby's saying but dumbledore says so like you're gonna trust him he's not always super trustworthy either either he is lying to harry right now that harry has to die and he's not even telling him but is it known that dumbledore is a liar a lot of the times like to the students at this time but why are you blindly trusting people and then not trusting other people like get your priorities because at this moment in time dumbledore is a trustworthy person in her life you know I I I got to sort out. Her she knows. She knows. Knows. Dumbledore. I quoted knows just for those of you, literally everyone that can't see me. Um, Dumbledore more than she does Dobby. So um, she's going to trust him more than she would Dobby. I mean, I'm not I saying would she probably shouldn't. question Dobby's ideas too. I just can understand this because like i I would probably question dobby too. be like um let's see he blocked you from coming through to the train bad idea he sent a rogue bludger on you bad idea you lost all the bones in your arm like when has dobby ever given you truly gillyweed a good idea yeah that's so he's one for three. <laughs> but also, though, like, I just think right here, right now, she's being a little, a little narrow minded. That's all. That's all I'm saying. That's fine. And that's a fault of Hermione's. I just irks me when she talks to Luna because she's not nice. Luna's I don't never like done how she anything. Talks to Luna either. Yeah. Because it just is like, I don't know. I just don't care for the way that this is set up, you know? That she's like, oh, well, now, because Sirius, I can't trust what he's going to, or I don't, not trust, but like with the whole thing with him. He's agreeing, so like now I think it's a bad idea because he disagrees. Well, the, I mean, but these it's are just, all uh, these are all things in relation to her arc. Yeah, <sighs> I get mean, there, get there faster. Get there faster, <laughs> she says. <laughs> okay. All right, you may speak. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so they spend most <laughs> of that day finding everybody who came to the the first meeting to tell them that there was going to be a meeting that night where and when, which is 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. Um, A.M. or P.M.? P.M. What? Mm, I'm just being annoying. Um, what, what's <laughs> the, what is the um, time zone, please? 
So uh, I know not to be late. What is it? Like GB something? <laughs> Scotland. <laughs> oh, I think it's GBT, right? Great Britain time? GMT. I don't know. I just made that up. GMT. <laughs> What's the M? What is the M? Magic. Anyway. Oh, yeah. I like it. Great magic time. Great, <laughs> <laughs> Great magic time, y'all. Grand's Woo! meatloaf time. Um. So Harry was sad that Jenny found Cho first because he wanted to be the one to talk oh. to her. Oh, Jenny! The two women he's only now, ever dated. Do you think that Jenny did that on purpose? I don't know if she cares no. at this point in time because she's dating and she's not. She is, but I feel like deep down she I, well, clearly still cares. I'll put it you this know? way. And like Jenny seems like a petty if I was, person. Not if in a I bad was way. Jenny, and I liked him for and several you knew years. That he liked Cho. Oh, for sure. Yeah, me but too. I am that type of person. I would, but I feel it's like, like Jenny, oh, you like her. Oh, you oh. like her. Well, okay, let me well, just like, I'm gonna just go tell her so yeah. that you don't have the opportunity. I like like Marty. Do you? You need someone to like him, so that's good. Yeah, <laughs> I like like Katie. I like like you too. Oh, thanks. I don't have anyone to like like. I like like you. Oh. <laughs> you just really like O'Malley's. Yep. We oh are my great. God. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was half past seven when they left the common room and Harry had brought the Marauders map with him. Um, and this is a new rule that we learn at this point. They apparently fifth years are allowed to be out until 9 p.m. Apparently. So I guess there's like different rules based on your year. Also, if you're in detention, your teacher can keep you till like the next day. Right. Right. right? Dumb. Stupid. You would think that they would have to follow like their curfew at least. Well, right. Umbridge does what Umbridge wants. But like think of like even I Lockhart did it. I agree you know? with you. I don't think they even I don't think he did that on purpose but they but they even did that with like the forbidden forest in the first one that was just stupid (laughs) okay meet at midnight on the edge of the forest you know what I mean (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna be fine it was so dumb so can I get another detention for walking back to my common room after my detention right (laughs) it's like a game can you catch me (laughs) you gonna catch me again um, anyway, so Harry <laughs> checks the map just because I'm they the want map. to know where everybody who's a threat to them is at so that they know that the coast is clear for the room of requirement. So first they check Filch and he's on the second floor. Mrs. Norris is on the fourth floor. And I said here, side note, why does she come up on the map? Like, do I told you who she's an animagus. She is under a curse. No, well, I was. Is she and a, malad- Filch, a maledictus? And that's why Filch is grumpy all the time. Yeah, I think she's a person. I think she's a person. Because if you think about it, like their can relationship you imagine is so if like she's all not a of cat. The pets showed up on the Marauders map. Can like, you that imagine would the owlery would just I know, be like just Bob, be like, Jimmy, <laughs> Bob and Jimmy? <laughs> oh my God, that's my dad and his brother's name. <laughs> But I was like, that's just so like, it's just so weird to have a cat come up on there, like with just her being a cat. So like, I feel like there's definitely more there. Maybe it's the yeah. map that shows you like what you need to see. He's the map. He's oh. the map. There's a place you got to go. No. I can get you there. I know. I'm the map. I think she's a maledictus, maledictus, whatever you want to say. Yeah, I, I think I there's something. I don't there. hate it. 
We she's are, not a normal cat. We Megan, and she, but she's there's something there. But she's more than Crookshanks. Right. Well, I mean, because, we like, do know show up. that she loves practicing her sailor knots at the end of the night. Right. Um, to make sure she's got them all. I mean, she, she has enough mind to tie already, herself she, up on the torch. She, she already knits knew how to with use just her thumbs. little finger paws, you know? Finger paws. That's, yeah, that's the reason why Dobby's wearing all those scarves. Is she's a polydactyl Mrs. because Mrs. Norris was a human and, like... Oh. With an opposable thumb, so when now that she's a cat, she still keeps her opposable thumb. Megan's just like further confirming. I'm her. just saying this is like Guys, so true. This is episode 151, yeah. and we won't let this go. Um, <laughs> yeah, how long have we been talking about it? A long, long I'm time. I'm still to this day. I will on my dying grave. It will say she did not tie her tail in a knot. She did. I don't disagree that she could have wrapped her tail up there, but she it was not in a knot. You don't know. I cannot I, facts. You don't know. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. So you can not. not. I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> so underrated. No. <sighs> okay. And then lastly, Umbridge is, is in worst. her office and also the worst. <laughs> you are correct. Um, so they arrive at the tapestry of Barnabas the Barmy's foolish attempt to train trolls in the ballet. And I said, there's a shout out to this in Diagon Alley in Orlando. Does anyone know where? I'm trying to think of where I've seen it because I've definitely seen it. Mm-hmm. 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 Diagon Alley. Yes, it is in the back. Of Diagon Alley. Over this part or over here? Like if you're looking at the dragons right here, is it in the... to your left. Yeah. Oh, is it on a sign or like up on a thing? It's a magic spot. I'm trying to... Is it the one with the water? No. No. Oh. Is it in the window? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So in between Florian Fortescue's and... Okay. The Fountain of Fair Fortune. The Fountain of Fair Fortune where you can get butterbeers. Okay. Across from the bathrooms and the magical menagerie. Right, 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 right. There is a magic spot for Talentegra. And you wave your wand for Talentegra. And a curtain opens... And trolls do ballet. Mm-hmm. They dance ballet. So anyway, it's fun. Um, That's cool. I didn't want to cut you off before Katie, but I was just really excited to I talk understand. about it. I understand. It's okay. Okay. I still love you. I love you too. No, you like like each other. I, I like, like like you. Drink yummy Coke. There's Cokes upstairs. You can't have it. <laughs> Theme music. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So Harry says Dobby explained to walk past the wall three times, concentrating hard on what you need. Yes. So, like, my question is, how do people happen upon it? Yes. (laughs) Like, who's walking down a hallway three times in a row? Like, whoop, whoop, whoop. No one. But if you're no pace, one. if you happen to be there so, and you're why pacing, are you pacing in a random hallway like that. Pacing. Double take three times. One, One, two, two, two three. three. <laughs> yeah, you could just three be staying there. Downtown. And then we do this and 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 this. So Harry is concentrating hard as he is pacing. And he's thinking, we need somewhere to fight. Just give us a place to practice. Somewhere they can't find us. And then Hermione gets his attention because a high polished door had appeared on the wall. 
They go inside and it is a spacious room lit with flickering torches like those that illuminate the dungeons eight floors below. Um, the walls were lined with wooden bookcases and instead of chairs, there were large silk cushions on the floor. A set silk. of, yeah, a set of shelves. You, like hit those and go flying. Hmm? Silk is slippery. <laughs> Wait, what did it, what, what it was it described as? Comfy. Silk cushions. Silk cushions. I feel like you'd like hit that and slide off and hit the floor anyway. Yeah. Maybe she's just trying to be fancy. Like they're writing on parchment and using in quill and ink. Get a pen. <laughs> they were invented before that. <laughs> All right, calm down. Um, a set of shelves at the far end of the room carried a range of instruments such as sneakoscopes, secrecy sensors, and a large cracked faux glass that Harry was sure had hung the previous year in Judy's office. <laughs> Judy. Um, the cushions, as Ron points out, will be good for practicing stunning. And Hermione, of course, notices the books, which are all great for defense against the dark arts. And some for of what? Dada. Thank you. Yeah. Here's my question, though. Like, <laughs> where did the books come from? The and like, she takes, materialized. But if, if she takes a book out of there, does it go with her? Or when like the room disappears... I'm genuinely curious. I, I feel like this room exists for them. And if she were to take that book out of the room, it would no longer be in that room. So that when she goes back into that room, she can like put it back on the shelf. But I feel like she can take no, it out. I, I don't disagree with that part of her taking it out. It's not going to be in the room, but it's going to be with her. It's just it's like, where did the book go? I or like, feel where like it, it is where all, did it go? like it's all just materialized by magic because like where did those cushions come from? Where did but I, I mean I guess it like the faux glass came maybe some of the stuff comes from like, you, like the, the normal room requirement yeah like yes. where people just throw things in there but then like the room uses all of that it, stuff it takes to whatever it has yeah to make rooms and if it's broken like it fixes that. it yeah <gasps> minus the nope that doesn't work. It doesn't fix it. It doesn't fix the vanishing cabinet. Or the broken faux glass. Because the faux glass It is, just takes is it and uses it. Yeah. That's like a Biscuits really good message Biscuits and gravy, for life. my friend. I like that. It's a good message for life. I wasn't listening, so what were you saying? It takes all the things that are in there and uses it to create rooms. Oh, I like, I like. Like, so that's where the cushions came from and all of the, like, sneakoscopes and secrecy Think sensors. Think about how many years of, like, that room it was huge. It has to have so much stuff in it. And then, like, think, like, the faux glass. Well, like, Judy is dead. And Moody, <laughs> Moody maybe doesn't, like, want some of the stuff just, that's they broken. Just put it in so there. they just, like, put it in there as, like, storage. What if Filch put it in there? Because he always uses that room to, as like, put stuff covered. in there. Yeah. And so he just, like, put it. <gasps> I like that. Oh, my God. I like it. I like it. Magic. So some of the books that Hermione finds are a compendium of common curses and their counteractions. And the Wikia... Honestly, there's not a whole lot on these books, like, because this is really the only time we hear about them. Um, but it apparently there are hundreds that are in this the room of requirement supplied for Dumbledore's army. But seeing this and other such books helped convince Hermione that she and the others were doing the right thing by participating in the group. Um, also, the book The Dark Arts Outsmarted is there. Self-defensive spell work. And jinxes for the jinxed. 
I wonder if Dumb not Dumbledore. I wonder if Voldemort had read the dark arts outsmarted, he would have learned a thing or two about not being so dumb, basically. <laughs> Maybe. Right. Use your noggin. He doesn't know how to do that sometimes. The devil's in the details. He overthinks that the, it. Is that the saying? I think so. I don't know for sure. Um, so the, the next people that arrived a few moments after them were Ginny, Neville, Lavender, Pravardi, and Dean. And then by 8 o'clock... Every single cushion that was in the room was occupied, which makes me think the room must have known how many cushions it needed. Was he not saying, like, I need a room for 28 people? I don't think he said the number. I he said, he, did. he says, we need, where is it? I copied it. We need somewhere to fight. Just give us a place to practice somewhere they can't find us. That's all he says. So, um,. So I don't know. I thought that that was a cool thing that it just like it knew how many people were going to be coming. But I wondered if like so like it's kind of reading your mind. So people that happen upon it, it's reading your mind. So mm-hmm. like they probably knew that there's going to be 20 people because they could see in Harry's mind Maybe. or Hermione's or Ron's because aren't they all walking or was it just Harry that was walking? Not that it really matters. I don't There's know. There's enough cushions like, for even everyone. Even if Harry is pacing and Hermione is there thinking it, like I would think that it could still yeah. pick up on but that. But I, I also just think like if it's just in the back of Harry's head because he's asking Dobby, we have 28 yeah. people. We need 28 yeah. places to put our tushes. Tushes. Um, so Harry kind of, Harry locks the door behind them so that like nobody else can come in and then turns to everybody. And he is nervous. Mm-hmm. Um just like anxious just about like being up in front of people and we've all been there being a leader and a teacher yeah so he goes well this is the place we found for practices and you've uh obviously found it okay (laughs) and everybody kind of looks like in awe of the room because it really is just perfect for their needs so cho says that it's fantastic fred says bizarre because him and george had once hid here from filch before but it was just a broom cupboard and then Dean asked what all this stuff was that was around. And Harry explains that they're dark detectors. They all show when dark wizards or enemies are around, but you don't want to rely on them too much. They can be fooled. So honestly, like that right there, Harry already knows more than them, yeah. just like with this, yeah. you know? So um, that's a good tone. Yeah, I think so. So Harry starts to say he was thinking of what they ought to start with when Hermione raises her hand. I have to say, reading this, I was, like, <laughs> finding it funny where, like, Harry's, like, oh, my God, I could see why, like, people get, like, a little, like, I haven't even started talking, and she's already raising her hand. Like, do you want to oh. come up here and do it? Like, just <laughs> just come on. Yeah. And, like, this is kind of silly, but Hermione suggests properly electing Harry to be their leader because she just feels like it's a good way to start, even though, like, everybody kind of already knows that that was the plan um so they all vote and everyone even zach smith (laughs) says yes (laughs) and then harry's about to talk again and she's like wait we should pick a name um and i like how she says it would promote a feeling of team spirit and unity (laughs) um so angelina suggests the anti-dumbridge dumbridge Dumbridge. oh (laughs) not even did on purpose because we're not trying to be The Anti-Umbridge League. Fred suggests the Ministry of Magic are morons group. (laughs) MMMG. And Hermione's like, maybe 
you know, we shouldn't name it exactly what we're doing so it's not obvious so we can basically like talk about this out in the open without people knowing what we're doing. Um, so Cho suggests the Defense Association, which I still think is too obvious. But I li- it's on the but right I track like, and I like Yes. She's like, like we'll call it the DA, which is a good idea because if you we'll are just using that. Da, da. Um, nobody will know what they're talking about if they just call it the DA. But then Ginny comes in da. clutch here and goes, yeah, the DA is good, but <laughs> let's make it stand for Dumbledore's army because that's the ministry's worst fear, isn't it? Fear of a name. So good. Oh, Bingo. This is fear of the thing itself. Snaps for Ginny, my friend. Snaps for Ginny. Go Look Ginny. You, snap. Go Ginny. Oh, Go yeah. Ginny. My name is Ginny. My name is Ginny. My name is Ginny. So Hermione pins the parchment up on the wall and writes in big letters across the top, Dumbledore's army with all of... This is the parchment that like everybody signed. It's the cursed parchment. Now, if Dumbledore snitched on them, would he get big sneak No, because he didn't sign it. Hermione wrote his name. <laughs> Um, by the way, he doesn't, but thank you. Well, I mean, he does by being like, yeah, that's my group. It's got my name on it. My. And he's like, whoa, Dumbledore's got style. And so. is not wrong. Um, so Harry then asks if they can all get to practicing now and suggests Expelliarmus. And Z Smith. Goes, oh, please. Perlease. I don't think Expelliarmus is going to help us against you know who. Can he come down? But like, here's the thing Harry's next line is like, oh, like, I just, I'm going to burn you. Like, I'm going to shut that mm, down. Yeah. Harry claps back with a, I used it against him. And it saved my life last June. But if you think it's beneath you, you can leave. The playoffs. And guess what? He doesn't leave. (laughs) So uh, he's just being whiny. (laughs) They all (laughs) divide into pairs then and begin practicing. But Neville was left partnerless. So Harry helps him out. God, I love Neville, though. That makes me think a little Mike Wazowski. (laughs) Yeah. Don't call me Karen. What? He pairs up with his teacher. Oh, that's right. And he's Aww, like, oh, we're going to have so much fun, Karen. And she's like, huh, don't call me Karen. <laughs> I love these scenes <laughs> in the movie, though, like with, with Harry saying, because I don't know if it's in the book yet, where he's like, you know, like any great wizard, like we've all started out as students. I was like, gosh, Harry, you are I so I think that that's wise. a movieism. That's a good it. quote, you know? I, that, so, okay, so just like quick before I'm done here. This is in the movie. This is when... I start loving this movie. I love how this whole section is filmed and written. It's just like halfway through the movie. Well, just (laughs) kidding. I'm joking. The last five minutes. That's why I love it. (laughs) But like how, you know, they're starting Dumbledore's army and then it goes through like, it like starts to go through time really quick in the movie at this point. And the music, the music makes me feel like I'm at the park. Yeah. So like they show blurbs of like them practicing and then it's like them not together, but like still talking about Dumbledore's army stuff. It like goes to them on the bridge talking about Mm -hmm. this and like Ginny's all excited and, and then it goes to them practicing and it's just like hopping all over the place and, and they use the newspapers again, I think to like go through time a little bit with like the, the succession of umbridges, like, basically so yeah i just this is the part this is like 
this is when I love the movie. I'm like, yes. I like when Filch falls asleep with the sandwich. Yes. And then, yeah, he's like watching the door. Oh, dear. And then it's like the Inquisitorial squad becomes a thing. And then, yeah. like, you see Malfoy and I think Goyle run into the broom closet. They, like, see the door and it's shrinking. And then they jump into it and it's a broom closet. Like, it's just, I, I love it. It's a really good like collection of scenes it's just well done i mean of course it makes them skim a lot of information and that's what people don't like about it but i feel like for how they felt they had to do it they at least did it in like a cool way i'll give you that so i don't i don't hate it i don't love it it. do you like like it i don't like like anything sorry I like like Order of the Phoenix. Sorry, guys. I know that it's super not a popular movie to love, but it's my favorite. Don't be sorry. You like and you love, and I love what you love. The music in Order of the Phoenix and the design of it, and it's just so good. Okay, Katie, it's your turn. The room full of Expelliarmus. Expelliarmus. All over the place. Expelliarmus. Wands are flying everywhere. Expelliarmus. Misspells hit books. Expelliarmus. <laughs> Sends them flying in the air. Thanks for being my wingman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Harry disarms Neville, and his wand goes flying to the ceiling and showers sparks everywhere. So Harry is looking around, and he's like, you know, I'm pretty glad I suggested doing the basics first because, quote, there was a lot of shoddy spell work going on. These kids are like fifth and sixth years. Get your act together. Honestly. Right? You about to take OWLs. Some of you already taken OWLs. <laughs> Brandon, you just put a meme that says, you guys just suck. <laughs> um, and Harry, oh, Neville uses Expelliarmus on Harry, and it works, and he is so stoked. He's like, I did it. I've never done that before. Yes. I need to point something out about Neville right now. Okay. Okay. So, for those of you who may have forgotten, Neville's not even using his own wand. He's True. using his dad's. Yeah. Can we think about the level of magic that he would be doing had he had a wand right now that chose him? Um, does he get one after this year, right? He does, because yeah, Dolahov breaks lost. it. I, yeah. I think it's part not having the right wand for him and also like not his, having confidence. Yes. He grows. I think that's a huge yeah. part for him is like he just needs to be more confident in himself. And really, this is a lesson for everyone, you know, slash really for me. But like if he was more confident, like he really would be able to do great things because he's a great wizard and with the correct tools mm. would really be able to excel same with ron mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think on top of him getting a new wand like dumbledore's army changed mm-hmm. him oh completely so think about how he is in seven when they see him yeah. he's beat all to heck and he's like it's not a big deal and then he's talking about things that are more important and well, the first thing he brings up when he sees harry is dumbledore's army and he's like it's happening I think with with ready. a lot of them yes. too, like with Ron and Hermione, like obviously, like we know Hermione, she's very smart. She's she's a great wizard. Well, w- w- which sorry, I struggled with what's, remembering what the word what's was. What's the other word? <laughs> um, but like you know, you see at the end of the chapter, Ron was like, I was able to like get Hermione's wand out of her hand, like being able to to practice where you know they aren't being judged they aren't being graded they're just learning um and it's like a different aspect and and sometimes like you need sometimes the teacher that's teaching you isn't always the best for you like look at um snape and Mm. neville you know and and with someone that's able to 
Well, and they also haven't had consistent teachers either in, in the Dada class. True. Um, Dada. I mean, but, you yeah. also have to think, like, when it comes to teaching, there doesn't always need to be an assessment. Mm-hmm. Not everything needs to be a grade, especially mm-hmm. when you're still learning it. Like, you watch people and take mental notes, maybe some running records just to figure it out. But those things shouldn't go against them. And I feel almost like, at least for potions, almost every single class ends with some kind of assessment that Mm -hmm. goes into a grade book. It's fine if you're like assessing just to see where people are at. But it's not like a final grade. It's not going in my grade book. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like almost like it's like an exit. It's an exit ticket. See where they're at. Do I need to go back? Do I need to do a reteach? Are they ready to move on? Mm-hmm. Do I need to go all the way back for some more basic things? But it's like that's got to be so incredibly stressful. Yeah. 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 Agreed. And like I wonder too. Um, I just totally lost my train of thought with with teaching. Sarah has nargles. That's what Brandon said. <laughs> <laughs> um, or is it Raxperts? It's Raxperts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I make you think. So Neville just used Expelliarmus. He did it. He's excited. And Harry is super pure because he's like, yeah, good job. Even though he's like, mm, in a real duel, I probably wouldn't be like looking away from him with my wand just loosely at my side. But whatever. He's still encouraging, which is sweet. So then he's like, Neville, you go over and hang with Ron and Hermione so I can walk around the room. Um, Zach Smith, his wand kept (laughs) flying out of his own hand, even though (laughs) his opponent wasn't doing anything. And uh, Harry got his first taste of teaching the Weasley twins because (laughs) they were doing it (laughs) behind his back. Um, Ginny was doing very well, but Michael Corner, her BF, was either really bad or just didn't want to jinx her. Except that's not uh, what that's that says. That's not what that says. Uh, <laughs> okay, but like, how <laughs> proud do you think Harry is? Do you think that he has any feelings towards Jenny right now? Not no, yet. I don't think so. Because I think they note that um, oh, he's too it's kind of noted that like he, correct after this summer when how he spends like time at that's right the borough and they spend time together and he's like, oh, dude, your sister's cool and he's like, yo, that's my sister. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I like how they describe it as like, isn't it like a like a beast in his chest or something? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's cute. <laughs> uh, Ernie Mac, who I don't think is basically the best, Ernie but Mac. he was doing an unnecessary flourish. And I just gotta remind all the puffs out there: I don't really care for this dude. He's just a little over the top for me. What is with Ernie Mac and Zach Smith? I don't know. Why are they Hufflepuffs? Because no. they are not all the same. Not, not all Gryffindors are the same. Yeah, all you like, pool no, noodles no, aren't no, the same. No <laughs> Hufflepuffs <laughs> are supposed to be mean. That's not a thing. No. That's not a thing. Yes. Goodness gracious. We can be Katie's mean. Katie's never mean. I can be mean. That's false. She I've once, never seen her mean. She actually. once told me that she I smelled only okay kidding. and not green. You hear what I said? No. Something not nice and untrue. I won't repeat it. Well, everybody on the pod heard. <laughs> anyway, uh, the Creepy Brothers were enthusiastic, but erratic. They were the ones who were knocking all the books on the floor. Luna was patchy. Sometimes she disarmed Jay Finch, and other times his hair just kept, just, uh, kept standing on end. 
<laughs> Jay Finch. <laughs> Jay Finch, finching around. Uh, Harry tries to get everyone to stop, but they can't hear him because they're all screaming Expelliarmus. So he's like, I need a whistle. And immediately one appears. That's so cool. I know. The room's like, I got one. <laughs> Magic. Here you go. Uh, so he blows it and everyone stops. And he's like, that wasn't bad, but like, there's definitely some room for improvement. So they go again. And he goes back around the room. And people are slowly improving, which has to be like really Satisfying. cool, but weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think he mentions like, it was weird giving instructions, but even more weird seeing them followed out. Like, yeah. oh, people are listening to me. <laughs> That's really bizarre. Um, but he, he's been avoiding Cho until he couldn't anymore. And he makes her nervous, guys. That's cute. She can't even say the spell right. She says Expelliarmius and <laughs> Expelliarmius. <laughs> that would be me. Yeah. And she's so nervous, she even sets Marietta's sleeve on fire. And, you know, she's already so happy to be there. I bet she really enjoyed that. She pulled a Seamus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Harry's like, that was quite good. But Cho raised her eyebrows and he's like, well, no, it was lousy. But I know you can do properly. I was watching from over there. And he makes her laugh. Oh, Also, I enjoy the Party fact that too. he was like, honest yeah yes. and i enjoy the fact that like that's harry like mm -hmm. being a little quippy being honest being funny he's like in his element so he's not like that awkward yes in the owlery moment you know yeah. what i mean yeah we'll go ball with me marietta is still sour and shows like don't mind her she doesn't want to be here um, her parents told her not to do anything to upset Umbridge, and her mom works for the ministry. Hint, hint, remember this for the future. So Harry's like, well, what about your parents? And she looks all proud. And she's like, yeah, they forbade me to do anything against Umbridge, too. But I think if they think I'm not going to fight you-know-who after what happened to Cedric. And she breaks off, and they both get a little awkward. I feel really bad. I think maybe that is why they had no chance of anything working out. Because they have, like, this weird mm. not weird but like it's just it's a barrier thing in the middle of them well yeah. and, and i think too that you know they don't know harry um, never gets over it they don't mm -hmm. communicate well about it because like yeah. harry wants to forget about it and she wants to talk, talk about, about it. it and those <laughs> those two things don't work out well when you want to talk and the other person doesn't want to yeah you both gotta talk hmm talk about your feelings communication hmm hmm, hmm. So our buddy Luna, she's been eavesdropping. She's like, well, my father's very supportive of anti-ministry <laughs> Was action. it a my father moment? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just, Luna, we don't deserve you in your wonderful ways. We'll wait to hear all the, all the deets she's got because her dad believe, would believe anything of fudge. Especially because he's had a ton of goblins assassinated. Mm -hmm. he's Sorry, also, that's not funny. He's also used the Department of Mysteries to develop poisons, and he feeds them secretly to anyone who disagrees with him. But, like, what if that's true? I don't disagree true. that there's poisons in there. Yeah, probably. But, like, what if that's true? Is this the first mention of the Department of Mysteries? I think No. Maybe they passed the it when he was at the Ministry. Of Mysteries. <laughs> and also, apparently, he has a creature called an umgubular slash kilter. The hash-slinging slasher? Hash ringing? Is that, what, is that ringing? <laughs> no. <laughs> is that from is that from SpongeBob? Yeah. <laughs> the hash like, slinging slasher. <laughs> was like, I'm like, why do I? Why does that sound familiar? I'm like, yeah. <sighs> and Harry mutters to Cho, "Don't even ask." And she giggles. He is really scoring all those brownie points. So like, 
<laughs> what happens then? Do you want to giggle? <laughs> no, not really. Okay. No, you, you wheeze. Laugh. Yeah, you wheeze. You and like you just legit. <laughs> I mean, in like this situation. What? Like flirting with the guy. Look at how small my section is. Small. It's small. I'm done. Good. You can continue Shmail. with your small Shmail. section. I mean, <laughs> it's the end of the book. You mean they're the done. Chapter? The chapter. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Hermione then reminds Harry, he's like, she hold on. She's like, Broski, check the time. And he's like, I got a watch and I use it. I don't know what I'm doing here. Me neither. <laughs> Um, so it's about 10 minutes past their curfew of 9 o'clock. So it's 9.10 GMT. <laughs> they have to stop so they can get back to their common rooms, basically, without Filch catching them. He's going to get you. And he tells them that they have all done really good work and that they'll come back, like, the same time next week at the same place, all that stuff. And then Dean Thomas is like, no, I want to do it sooner. And Angela's like, no, we've got Quidditch. <laughs> um <laughs> Because she's like, it's starting up again, so they have to make sure that they have time for those practices. And we know that there's three houses, right? All three, well, no. It would be all four. Three out of the four houses are here. That's a lot of Quidditch practice they got to work around. And, you know, school. So important. So, what do you say about no Slytherins? I don't think any of them, how would they get talked to them? Also, I would, mm, sorry, wouldn't trust a Slytherin in these times. And you're on Hermione about being narrow-minded i'm just saying there are pool noodles that could be here ah uh, but they wouldn't be though you know why you know how i know because none of them stayed for the battle of hogwarts i would have stayed Draco was there he's a slytherin actually he I've does talked not about count. this and i don't know if i would have stayed how does he not count he's a slytherin he wasn't on the side of I didn't Hogwarts. You didn't. You did not. Know, he also wasn't supposed to stay. They 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 hid. I get. I understand these. They things. didn't stay. You stay. Did not specify when you, you said the knew what I was talking about. Stay. You get out of town. Um. I I think with Slytherins. Did Megan? Did you say you would not have stayed? I don't know. Um. She I don't, said she would have, and then you said no. You said you well. Didn't I was know. no. I was thinking back to when we've had this conversation in the past, and I think that I'm on the fence. I, I, I don't, I don't know because I'm definitely, and like I'm not saying that, um, I'm not saying everybody that stayed would like join the military, but it just makes me think of the military, and like in my mind, do I think I could ever join the military? No, I don't think I would. However, that's me thinking about situations now Mm -hmm. the climate of our country now Mm -hmm. like would i want to fight like give my life for like just pointing out now you know what i mean that i'm talking about students staying yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no i know okay i know but i'm well discord i I think discord was she's just saying like her oh about her view of how yeah like we know slughorn was there but we know yeah I just, I just think that, like, um, in those times, I could be in a very different headspace, yeah. you know? I also think, too, a lot of, um, I feel like we've talked about Slytherins, or a lot of times um, are, um, what's the word I'm looking Self-preserving? For? Yeah, self-preserving, where, like, they That's where I feel like I'm on the fence, because, like, kind I sometimes I wonder, be. though, if you, given the situation, given the 
adrenaline given the protection mode because you're you're self-preserving but you're also you also fight for your circle Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah no i get i i feel like it's just a hard question to answer you can't answer until you're there yeah yeah like sitting in a basement perfectly safe talking like totally fly on the wall it's just really difficult to answer that question like i just don't know yeah that's fair yeah it's 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 not an easy thing to say and really it's not even like uh, yeah it's just not a not easy to make that decision you know um and so they had to make up sure they had to okay hold on they had to make sure that they had all their schedules like practices and stuff fitting in so they decide they're going to meet the next Wednesday and then they can figure out at the next meeting if they can meet more than once a week. And so I found this interesting. So Harry pulls out the map and then he has them leave in small groups of like three, four, five, something like that and watches them to like make sure they get back to their common rooms. But like the way it's written in the book seems like he pulled the map out right in front of everybody. I thought of that too. It's weird. Yeah, because it says, like, he pulled out the Marauder's map again and checked it carefully for signs of teachers on the seventh floor. He let them all leave in threes and fours, watching their tiny dots anxiously to see that they returned safely to their dormitories. So I was like, wow, like, I thought nobody was supposed to. Well, I don't know. I guess I don't I don't know. It just was shocking for me to read that. Can I we, thought of it. Can we read this clip? From apparently Pottercast. from Pottercast. Yeah, but let me finish reading this section. Sure thing. Um, just because I, I don't know if we've ever really heard much about the common rooms before. Okay. Um, so the rest of that chapter, or yeah, nope. <laughs> it's called a paragraph. <laughs> You're all right. <laughs> it says the Hufflepuffs to the basement corridor that also led to the kitchens. Hmm. The Ravenclaws, aka the best house ever, and it's written in there. <laughs> fact that is canon. Um, to a tower on the west side of the castle and the Gryffindor along the corridor to the seventh floor and the fat lady's portrait. Yeah, this is interesting. Yeah, because I feel like it's should, one wait, of Should I finish my section and then... Yeah, sure, go for it. Oh, yeah, and then we'll sorry, do it. go ahead. I was yeah. just thinking, like, maybe we'll just finish. No, So I just it. thought that was, like, uh, like, an interesting little tidbit of, like, I don't, I don't know if we've seen, right? We haven't seen or heard really like much of any of their... The other, like, except for Slytherin. Right. Um, well, and that's two. the only one. When are they getting food, though? No, is no, it Hufflepuffs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mentioned in four because yes. they go. Um, I think it's when they go to the kitchens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's the first mention. Winky's of in there because we see Winky and she's a mess. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then Harry or Hermione tells Harry how their lesson was really good, and Ron is also really, really pleased at how well it went. Um, and he's even was saying, like, I was even able to disarm Hermione, which, like, I, for him, like, you know, I think in his eyes, like, Hermione's, like, way better at all of these things than he is. So, like, in order for him to be have been able to dis- disarm her, he's really proud of himself. But she kind of, like, dismisses him and um, says, like, well, uh, I was able to disarm you loads more. And then Ron corrects her and says, because she's like, you only disarmed me once. He's like, no, I disarmed you three times. Um, and she's like, well, if you're counting the one where you tripped over your own feet and knocked the wand out of my hand (laughs) and I, again, sorry that I'm like hating on Hermione lately, but like, I just, it's upsetting a little bit to me that like, she can't even accept the fact that like 
Ron was able to at least like if you're to even take that one away, he was able to at least get your wand out of your hand like twice. Like people can be successful. I don't know. It's just she doesn't. You don't always have to be the best, Hermione. She's a kid. <sighs> she's she's a grown woman. She's very competitive. That's just Correct. like her nature. Correct. But I don't care for it. You I also be think she does. I also think she does this with Ron. Yeah, I agree. This is like a wrong They thing. pick each other so yeah. much. So, uh, they to continue <laughs> to argue all of the way back to the common room with Harry ignoring them because this is what they do. Told you. he's ya. staring at the map and he's thinking about the fact that he made Cho nervous. Cho and Harry sitting in a tree. Awkward kissing in the Valentine thing. <laughs> oh, they did. Valentine T. Oh, wait. No, they don't kiss there, do they? They kiss in the ROR. Okay. All right. Let's talk about this. From Pottercast, I don't know who JN is, but JN says this is a conversation with um, JKR. And how much is it that being sorted into Slytherin is, you know, sorted into good guys and bad guys here? JKR. Well, they're not all bad. That would, I know I've said this before. And I think I said it to Emerson Sparks Sparts from, Muggle from MuggleNet. They are not all bad and well far from it. As we all know, at the end, they may have a slightly more highly developed sense of self-preservation than other people because... And then they say, yeah, right. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Conversation talk. JKR continues and goes on to say a part of the final battle that made me smile was Slughorn galloping back with Slytherins, but they'd gone off to get reinforcements first. You know what I'm saying? But yes, they came back. They came back to fight. So I mean, but I'm sure that many people would say, well, that's common sense, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't that smart to go out and get more people to come back with them? Where does it say Anything about any more Slytherins other than that there were reinforcements. So I feel like she's kind of just like adding that in Mm. to let us know. But I'm not necessarily sure how I feel about it. But do you want to know something that I just thought of literally right now? Is that, you know, she paints these pictures for us um, to view the different houses in the way that they're like supposed to be. And we were supposed to not like Slytherins. We were supposed to think that they were bad. And she painted that for us. We looked at the picture and we said, okay. And then some people started saying, but that's not fair. And so I think some things were said. Um, but whatever, y'all can come back after you get reinforced most from Hogsmeade. <laughs> I, <laughs> I see what you're saying, but I also see where she's coming from because because of their sense of self-preservation they would be more inclined to come back with more people because then they would feel more protected you know what I'm saying so like it does kind of make sense but I feel like a lot of parts of the battle are vague because she's writing again from Harry's point of view so like Harry's very focused on what Harry needs to do Mm. and he's not going to necessarily know, see, or catch everything that's going on around him in terms like, you know, with the battle. Yeah. 
So, I mean, I'm not saying that like no Slytherins came back. No way. No, probably the of age ones, maybe more so. Um, I don't think it would be a lot. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but I also don't think a lot of Ravenclaws would come back either. Yeah. And the thing that we have to talk about, like Megan was saying, like we don't, we don't know. At mm-hmm. least I can say for the four of us, we have no idea what those students and those kids are thinking. But there were more people that came back for round two. Yeah, yeah, there were. And Martismo pulls up um, a quote: "Harry saw Charlie Weasley overtaking Horace Slughorn." When I read that the first time, I thought Slughorn slip sides. So Me did too. I. So did and I. And I got freaked out. But no, it just meant that he was running past him. Yeah. <laughs> um, who was still wearing his emerald green pajamas? They seem to have returned with with. I don't know what that says. What looked like families and friends of every Hogwarts student who had remained to fight. So that part there, every Hogwarts student that had remained to fight, which says basically, if you read between the lines, no Slytherins, but I don't know necessarily. And then it says along with shopkeepers and homeowners of Hogsmeade. But we also have to remind ourselves that, like, we're only seeing this from Harry's point of view. Oh, and yeah. He can't see everything. He can't no. see all the Hogwarts. Well, he has tunnel vision. He's got yeah. a mission. He's yeah, got to do is. it. He literally slips that cloak off, goes for Voldemort, sees Ginny almost die, goes away from Voldemort to save Ginny's life, but then Molly steps in. That's how That's how important Ginny is to him, by the way. Like, yeah. He knows know. he could end this and he he could go like make a beeline right for Voldemort. But he sees that Ginny almost gets hit with a killing curse and he changes his path to go to. He mm. loves her, you guys. So if well, you don't ship that, get serious. Together. Not not serious black. But <laughs> what was I going with this? But no, he has that mission. So we literally only see Harry's tunnel vision in this. So you are right. But. I kind of I'm gonna step back on what I said. Like, I think maybe some of age Slytherins did come back. I think too that like, I think that your original point that you made, like the part that I disagree with, is that she wrote Slytherins with the sole purpose of us disliking them, because I because I think that to Harry at eleven that was what we were meant to see. Mm-hmm. But, like, you also kind of see the growth of Slytherins even outside of Harry thinking about them. Because, like, you see Draco's growth and you see Snape's growth. And we know that they're Slytherins. So, like, she does attempt to somewhat, like, redeem them to a point. They all only really get that last redeemable moment. Yeah. Regulus. Yeah. Snape. Yeah. Malfoy. Lucius doesn't get one because he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Narcissa. Mm-hmm. Is it canon that she's a Slytherin? I mean, I, I would assume she so. would be because, but. Of, because of Luscious. But I just think that, like... She's pure blood, though. She wrote it the way that she wrote it because we were kind of watching the, the growth of Slytherin through Harry's eyes. So Harry realizes the redemption in Slytherin, I think, first probably through Regulus. And he's like, 
oh, that's interesting because, like, I know how much Sirius hated his family. Yeah. But look at what Regulus did. It was actually really good and really brave and, like... Well, in the end. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> he made wrong decisions, but, like... Ooh, so many. He got there. And I think that Regulus got there, and this shows the, po- this shows the positive side of Slytherins with, like, how, yes, he did kind of, like... He did, he did turn after doing some horrific things, but... What do we know that he's done? He's a Death Eater. I but mean... We don't know. You're just assuming they do horrific things. So we're going to... We don't know what level, like, you don't think Branded that, like, Voldemort's sign on your arm? It's pretty crappy. I mean, I don't disagree with you're that, but, like... literally, like, a racist and a bigot and... A horrible person. I don't disagree with that, but, like, what if all he's ever done for Voldemort was, like, sweep some halls or something? Not but saying I mean, he doesn't the, believe in those things. Of, at the end of the day, though, like, you're on the wrong side. And, like, in my opinion, if you are a sympathizer, it's just as bad because you could stand up. That's Narcissa. And say things. I don't disagree. And mm. you don't. Like, it's kind of like. But I also think we like, forget that he's also a kid, that that's what all he's grown up with, like Draco. That's all he's grown up with. Who are we talking and about? We Re- uh, uh, Regulus and Draco. Really, they both. And granted, we've seen Draco do more horrendous things. What are we arguing about? I was just trying to get to the point of saying that, like, Regulus is on the wrong path, but mm-hmm. then it's not so much his self preservation, but, like, his family preservation that like changes him so it's like he's on the wrong path he's doing things for the wrong reason he's a death eater he's with Voldemort but then that Slytherin trait of like loyalty to those close to you and self-preservation in that sense she shows like the good side of that and is like this is what it made him do you know what I'm saying so like she's showing like the arc of a Slytherin where it's like it took him a long time to get there but he got there and like this is the positivity of these traits that you can see in Slytherin you know what I'm saying yeah like and then like Draco it's kind of this it's kind of the same thing like he's he's ambitious but at the same time like he's very pushed by family so then it like makes him come into his own and realize whoa Maybe this, like, isn't the right path for me. And, like, I can still have Slytherin characteristics, but not be a sympathizer to Voldemort. You know? Now, how often do you think kids read this far in? (laughs) Probably not. They don't. But that's why I feel like, that's why I feel like she doesn't get there until her readers were older. I think she doesn't get there until she gets to Snape, if I'm honest. I just think that Regulus is the first glimpse of it. Well, I mean, we see it a l- when it's plain in front of you, though. Yeah, I will say reading it the first time, I didn't get no, absolutely like, not. Regulus at all. Uh-uh. I mean, you no, didn't see like no, the good that he did in the end. Yes, but it, it's more yeah. in your face with Snape and with Narcissa. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's 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 easier for kids because we have to think. Kids aren't doing what we're doing unless they're in a class with it. But, um, you know, it's not in your face. This is a redeemable person with these good traits coming out until it's like, oh, Snape's a good guy. And, oh, Narcissa lied to save Harry. 
Maybe it's just because, I mean, I guess when I was reading it, I didn't identify as a Slytherin, but, like, I always picked up on Regulus being a Slytherin and, like, realizing... I think oh, he was I, a I good guy. I just like, I mean, and I brushed by it so fast. You I know think. me. I don't know. I like literally I'm talking to, to this day that I'm like my reading comprehension not great. And reading the seventh book, I'm 17 mm-hmm. in a car ride driving to Toledo. Didn't think about it. I just I think that like she waited far to into get, my books. She waited to get to these types of topics until the later books for a reason, because like she knew that most of her audience was growing up with the series and like they wouldn't even comprehend something like this until the final book. You but know I what think, I mean? I, I don't know, to be honest with you, if I have that much, I don't want to say faith in her. Cause like, I know she's talked about people like being surprised at like, sh- like they think that she doesn't like Hufflepuffs or Hufflepuffs or whatever. And she's like, I, I, I don't know why you'd say that. Blah, 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 blah. But like you call them it's written in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's written. I don't know. Well, when people started really enjoying these books and they wanted to be these houses and stuff, it's like, mm-hmm. you don't want to say people don't want to be in Hufflepuff. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So I think, sh- I think, I mean, and, and I would have done it just, too. If we I need to remember that again, we were looking at this through Harry's eyes. So like what are Gryffindors going to say about the other houses? Potentially? You all like, suck. <laughs> you know, the very first thing he's like, the very first few things he's heard about Hufflepuffs, for example, aren't great. And, you know, and not then he's hearing like, not Slytherin. Yeah. Like he's know? hearing things like about who's in the Slytherin house. So like, yeah, he's getting it from like people that already have their, their biases towards these other houses. Well, and also like, like we said, like nobody thinks that people are going to be sitting around a table discussing this and talking about it this way and dissecting yeah. it and picking it apart. And it's like, if I wrote books and like she did, and I said these things about that, and then I discovered, oh gosh, all these people like it and they want more and they want to be a part of this world that I created. Yeah, you're great. You're awesome. You're not mean. You're you're not cold. <laughs> like yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they weren't written, in my opinion, for people to do this to them. Yeah. Like my dad says about like things like, I wonder why they did that. And he'll be like, it was written in the script. That's why they did that. You know what I mean? (laughs) My dad says that as well. Is that a dad thing? I really like what Marchismo pointed out too. And like, this is a little bit just off topic from like this book right now, but he said, I mean, let's be honest, a wizard Hitler was destroying the UK in the 90s. Where was any other wizard country? Like, think about World War II. Like, right. Hitler was a thing, and the whole world basically banded together on two different sides and fought about it. But, Whereas, but think like, about the US. They did not get involved right away. They were right very away. late to the party. Well, I know. And I say they, like, I'm not an American. <laughs> no, I get it. But, like, at the end of the day. Yeah. Everybody became involved at where, one point or another. Where's everybody else? Where's everybody else? Where's Makuza? Well, maybe they're staying out of it, you know? Well, and maybe part of that, and we I don't know. Well, and we do maybe have Maybe part to think- of that is with Grindelwald and everything that we don't know what's happened yet. What did they do for... Yes. And well, maybe we know Dumbledore did, like, did something, but he's do, one person. Do one of those things where, like, not the we ministry. don't want to get involved again. And I'm not saying this is correct at all, but I'm just saying maybe that... I don't know. Maybe that's what we're going to nazi basically it's just interesting yeah interesting i also don't know like how far voldemort really got well if you think about the the second war it is short yeah that whole battle happened in one stinking night yeah you know what i mean like 
there was time to get involved, but there wasn't. Because if you to think about the ministry was ignoring the fact for so long that he had returned. Then the ministry was infiltrated. You know, that's scary for somebody else to get involved in. It is what it is. Take me to the lightning bolt round. <laughs> All right, hold on. I'm going to do our new little our new little code here. Wait, I got it. Do you want me to do it? Oh, God. Oh, yeah, what go are you talking it. about? Oh, shoot. We just yes. doubled up. Whoa. What? Okay. All right, so no one's saying anything. So <laughs> um, Vinny created a code to bring all of the lightning questions in one post for us. Vinny, why are you so smart? Because Katie, for the past, like, however many, like, months or years, has literally just been copy-pasting all of the questions <laughs> as the episode goes on. I was, I so. almost was I'm like, how did we do this in the beginning? And then I remembered we did the lightning ball questions. I yeah. was very yeah. good at it. <laughs> you were great. Yeah. And then I was just like, yeah, I don't have any. I know. Every so. single time. We'd what be like, color yeah. cushion would you like in the room of requirement? <laughs> Purple. <laughs> Purple. Um, so Vinny, Red, so you can't see my blood in case I like get hurt. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. That's why, cool. God. That's why he, at least from the movie, that's why his stuff is red. So when he fights, I'm sorry. You're okay. interesting. <sighs> Vinny asks, what would be the name of your room of requirement centric fan fiction? <laughs> I'm sorry. Repeat. <laughs> what would be the name of your room of requirement centric fan fiction? Saucy. I don't know. It's the first person that I don't know. I have one, but it's not appropriate. You guys know I don't do fan fiction. What's like a story that you think could happen in the room of requirement? That's risque room. The room where it happens. (laughs) That's also like, you know, one, a book, and two. That's a song from Hamilton, which will be out by the time this comes out. Oh and my God, I can't wait to like finally see it. I've never seen it. Um, also, Swimming and Diving will be out in Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> can't wait to dive for them. Dude, uh, my island is probably just chock full of weeds. What? I've not been on in Your weeks. island? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My island's bad too, guys. Yeah. I got my dream villager. But anyway. I don't know. I'm still waiting on mine to come around. I'm just saying that it would involve Remus and Lily. Mine would be just food trucks. (laughs) We're just eating. It's fine. Just just snacks from all the places. Speaking of food trucks, the room of many snacks. Obviously, in months, and one they were closed during the whole Corona thing. Um, Mario, like the Cold War. (laughs) Well, I don't think they were around during that. But Barrio, you know what I haven't had in a while? Big League Jew. You're not wrong. All right, next question comes from Mia. Mia. All-time fave, Expedition Roasters flavor. Looking to place a new order. Meg, what's that one called? Big-hearted butterscotch. With Alice. Oh. It's oh. legit my freaking favorite. I'm yes, going to look it up right it. now. It's the Alice in Wonderland flavor. If you've loved it so much, why don't you remember its name? I don't know. Um, I like the butterscotch. and I Dark like side. Dark side. Dark side I have, is delicious. We have three things of it and tiffany's like i have another one for you i'm like i haven't even cracked into the ones i have at home yes um, the coffee because i don't cake. give i don't let myself have it all the time because it's like a treat what is it because i don't want to like waste the good coffee, coffee crumb cake that's right um mm-hmm. isaiah mm-hmm. asks what would you name the da instead does it have to start with dna could it be anything? i say yeah DNA. Let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's keep it as da but come up with different well words that's another question it. that i think Vinny asks as well Okay. Um, Diabolical awesomeness. Ooh, I like that. Dangerous. Deadly assault. Assassin. <laughs> <laughs> I said dangerous assassins. 
Are we doing a serious name and then like a silly name? Because that's another question. Vinny asks, um, give a sillier name to the DA. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that was your serious ones. Let me think. What's of, your serious? I don't. Um, hmm. What would I do for a serious? Oh, I can't serious that. Dark Axe. Oh, know. that's a good one. I was going to say Donut Army. <laughs> do this alliance. <laughs> Distinctly average. Um, <laughs> dude's all right. <laughs> oh, man. Do you, Isaiah also asks, do you think Dumbledore had a conversation with the house elves about payment and they simply turned him down? Probably. Probably. I would think so. Yeah. Well, like, I think that, like, if they, like, I don't, in my mind, like, the ones that work at Hogwarts aren't, like, enslaved. If they wanted right. to leave, Dumbledore would be like, go ahead. And if you want to come back, you're always welcome. You know what I mean? They probably have it the best out of any. I, I agree. Any of them. Well, and I think that there's probably a lot of families that, like, are very caring for their households. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Isaiah also asks, why is Hermione so willing to trust Dumbledore when he's the one allowing the house elves to slave away? Ooh, I have point. an answer to this. What Read She's it again. She's and choosing why she trusts people. No, read it again. Read it again. No, read, why read do you think Hermione's so willing to trust Dumbledore when he's the one allowing the house elves to slave away? And I think that the answer to that would be we kind of learn it in Gobble to Fire because she is happily surprised when the house elves basically confirm that Dumbledore is offering pay well dobby dobby says i'm getting paid i'm getting paid time off like Mm -hmm. he's making me take vacation and she was like oh well that's nice and i think and i think that's probably why and presented with the choice Mm -hmm. you know i don't think the house elves want it if they don't you know also like say yes that kind of like but what would they need the money for like what are you gonna use like Maybe they want to go and buy a quill in Hogsmeade to write letters to their family house elves in other situations. I'm, I still want to know if they're like wild house elves or like a village of house elves or whatever. Yeah, they're wild. Yeah, that'd be party cool. every Friday. Drinking all that butter beer. Having a party. Party. All right. Give me another one. Uh, Courtney asks, do you think Neville won his father's wand with his determination in the DA? No. Sorry. I don't think it ever really worked properly for That's him. That's not how wands work. Ollivander would say, oh, nay, nay. <laughs> yeah, because I think you'd have to win it from his father for it to. Correct. But at the same time, there are wands that you could still, joke. quote, have won Use. and you, the allegiance does not switch to you. It's yeah. not always because it case. depends on their flexibility. I think it. I think you it depends have to on the actually and the people take yeah. it from the owner of the of the wand in order for it to switch. But I think allegiance. that doesn't always like and it doesn't even always work. That's what I'm saying. Because yeah. like that's why Ollivander warned them about using Bellatrix's wand because even though they technically won it. Hers it's allegiance those was ones. so strong yeah. to her that it would be dangerous to use it still. Correctamundo. <laughs> Sam asks. I'm just going to bring back 90s sayings. I'm doing it. I don't Do care it. what anybody says. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it well. Sam sa- asks, what made up creature would you tell Mr. Lovegood about and he would believe you? A farfanugan. Oh, I like that. Isn't that a cookie? I have no idea. Mine would be a floofernoofer. You stole my F sound. Yeah, I did, but I cotton headed nanny muggin. 
Huh. Um, <laughs> Katie. <laughs> I totally. Blame. I would. I would call it a sasa. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Brandon Prime asks, since it's Swish's anniversary tomorrow, the day that we're recording, it's tomorrow. Did the pod's success, growth, exceed your expectations this past year, and what do you hope the future holds? Yes, and I don't know. <laughs> um, I'd say yes and snacks is what the future holds uh, I'm here for that <laughs> I just want to you know when all of this is over just traveling and meeting and talking and live potting and all that again yeah that's yeah. that's all I want I just want like I just want our plans for this year to I come just back say to fruition that. Like for everything next year. Like LeakyCon and Kent and everything we had planned for this year. That's what I want for the future. Yeah. It definitely I mean, the pod always exceeds our expectations. I mean, like you guys are just amazing for listening to us and caring about us and being there for us and i would say that's the part that surprises me surprises me the most that people a think i'm funny um <laughs> and that they like listen to us i'm like all right i feel like not to say these other ladies aren't great but i'm like i'm great i know that <laughs> for like, y'all y'all listen to us for two hours like i don't want to listen to myself for five seconds which Pretty is why awesome. i talk a lot <laughs> yeah i don't know i just yeah expectations for no not expectations what the future holds i just i want tiffany and sarah to be able to come and visit us in florida safely enjoy time at universal I just enjoy chill. time Jokes together on them once they move <laughs> never gonna see them again bye oh my God. <laughs> yeah. and i, I want kent to happen next never year gonna happen, never gonna happen. Yeah. Me seeing we're gonna have forever. a little bit of a hand in kent next year i think on a planning committee of sorts hopefully yeah what well, we did a little bit this year, but then it just kind of like yeah. didn't get to go nowhere. Y'all, this is news to me. Well, Katie and I went to meetings. <laughs> it was fun, though. But yeah, I hope that um, I hope it happens. Yeah, 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 I'm fine. <laughs> My gosh. What else? Is that all? That's all I got. Oh, that's all for the questions. We got to yeah. get back to like asking questions. All right, let's stuff. ask our own then. What happened in this chapter? Yeah, I was like, what the heck did we read? What would what spell would you try first? Would you go straight in with Expelliarmus, or would you be like Avada Kedavra? Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> I'm Smith, going. You doubted me. Bye. I'm going straight for green lights. <laughs> I think that Expelliarmus is a really good first spell. Yeah, I agree. it's or yeah. like a simple Jinx. Or like, um, Terrentalegra. Is that like, you know, here now your nose is stuffed up? A shield charm? I said a mm. shield charm, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm into that. Are you? I'm into that. Okay. I like cool. shields. How many hats do you think Dobby had on his head? <laughs> 40. 12. I was going to say 12. Me too. Dang I was going to say 13, then I did 12. Um,. What other questions can I ask you? Now, do you you all remember, I don't know about your school, and honestly, I don't know about yours, but I know at my high school, when we had meetings. It was my high school. Especially for the first Our one. Nausea. They always had snacks. Yes. So first of all, what? shame on them. You didn't, you, did you, like, the first club meeting of the year, never had, you guys didn't have snacks? What club was I in? I was in sports. I, well, I was in business either. club. I was in peace and justice. 
there was one what meeting. was your peace and justice club about like social justice yeah oh. i was in it for like three or four years i was like the vp of both of those so what you say about that? No, I think it was the president of one and the vice president. <laughs> See, of what you say about that? You don't even know what you did. <laughs> no, I was the vice president of both of them. Because I remember saying, like, oh, I was the vice president of Peace and Justice and Business Club. And someone was like, Peace and Justice and Business Club. That's like a weird combination. I was like, oh, oh no, God. no. They're two separate things. Um, and I liked them a lot. I Yeah. Anyways. Um, but we always had snacks. So, first of all, shame on Harry. Y'all needed snacks. She was a room of requirement. Yeah. yeah, it should have known. Well, but like if been like just, you need such. I bet like, they got protein shakes on the way out the door. <laughs> I don't think that the room can like bring like conjure for, you know what I mean? Like whatever that law is, like even the room is golden until the law. Yeah. Made with almond milk. So, yeah, tell me three things each you would want in your room. S- snack wise. It could be a drink or a snack or both. Water. Well, that's given. Water's given. Y'all get water. Because, you know, that mo- majority, you if you don't know this by now, everybody, majority of your makeup is water. All right. Are we talking about just anything I want? You need yeah, snacks. anything you want. Snacks. First snacks. meeting of the year. I'm going to protein up. First of all, I'm going to drink some pre-workout. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Um, Honestly, I really like eating just like turkey. Mm, not Tur- a fan, but that's okay. Turkey slices are good. Turkey. I'm gonna get so swole. You don't even know. You don't even know. What's your third thing? Um, I don't know. Want nuts? Some peanuts? I love peanuts. I want Spanish peanuts. Mm. Oh, some ice cream. Mm-hmm. A big old salad with all the things. Okay, you get like a salad bar. <gasps> yes. You're welcome. Okay. Okay. That's your snack. It's a, it's oh, a small salad. salad. That's not really a snack, is it? She eats it for breakfast, though. I did eat one for breakfast. I really wanted. She's the weirdest. Hey, I call it a big sometimes. salad. It's like from Seinfeld. She wants the big salad. It's got <laughs> right. all the things in it. Um, but that's not really a snack. You're right. I don't know. I mean, turkey really isn't either. But I don't. Beef jerky. It. Mm. God, I could go for some jerky. Megan, three things. Walkers shortbread cookies. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> you went the completely different route of me. <laughs> <laughs> crunchy bars. It's a crunchy oh, bar. Heaven oh in it's a little honeycomb package. Honeycomb dipped in chocolate. So good. Honeycomb is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Where did you get these? England. Can you get them in America? No. Bridget gets them in her snack box every once in a while. Oh. There you go. Just they're not made box. here, and it's a sin because <laughs> they're the best chocolate <laughs> bar. The, ever. I love the candy that comes over that is black currant flavor. Everything is black currant, but it's so good. It's so good. What's your third? So you want the crunchy, the other thing, and what's your third? Walker's shortbread cookies. Yeah, that was the second. Crunchy was the first bar. Uh huh. Scones with clotted cream and jam. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. Gotta have the clotted cream and jam. Snacks. Oh, I do have more. Wow. I want some popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Take me out to the mall. Yeah. Um, nachos. She asked for four, and she's can't get past one. Well, she technically didn't ask. I told her I'd give her s'mores. Four. Ooh, right. Yeah. Now I can't think of any ice cream. Mm. An ice cream bar. Mm, mm. A Sunday bar. Mm-hmm. I almost said that. Mm-hmm. Great idea. And four. I'll pick something semi-healthy and say almonds. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Almonds are a great snack, and you can put them in your popcorn. Exactly, and they're delicious. Oh, mm-hmm. no, I don't like putting things in my popcorn. Not even m I don't want No, I don't super care for m um, But I don't, I don't think I would like thinking I'm eating chocolate. I mean, thinking I'm eating popcorn and then, like, have something else. I just not, it's just not. It's just not. I get me. it. I get it. Three? <laughs> um, I would probably do peanuts because I'm on a peanut cake. I love peanuts. Although I don't like peanut butter. Um, maybe do like wings, like hot wings, oh. or like breaded, like uh, like uh, boneless wings, which are not really wings; mm-hmm. they're just chunks mm-hmm. of chicken. I should have said a cheese tray. Oh, Ooh, oh man, I want chicken tenders. The ball. Mm. I would probably do like a meat and cheese spread. You know, like Crackers salami and cheese. Mm. cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little pepperonis on Or charcuterie it. board, as yes. one would say. Charcuterie. Mm, with the little, like, skinless almonds that are super delicious. How do you Those skin really your almonds? I don't know, Very but they're, like, so good. <laughs> Why are they so good? Because I hate the texture of the almond skin in my mouth. I can understand that. I can't understand I'm not that. a huge almond fan. I won't. It's you know what I do? It's papery, but then whenever you get the almonds that are skinless, they're, like, nice and oily <laughs> and salty and Does delicious. anybody else, like, sucking the salt mm. off of peanuts before you eat them? But, like, do you You do, can do that I, with the skinless I, almonds. So, I used to do, like, when we go to the ball game... My dad would get a bag of like peanuts still on the shell, mm. and I would suck. This is so Ooh. gross. You I suck, would suck the, the shell, shell first. and then eat the peanut. Mm-hmm. Crazy person. But like, I love peanuts. You should have a potato bar. Mm. Mm. Although potato I'm bar. very weary about it because a lot of times like it's all cold. No, it's the room requirement. It's warm. It's required to be hot. Yeah, that's why I'm always in there. It's perfect for <laughs> like personally. The temperature is like personally <laughs> set for every person. Like when you walk in, if you want it cold, it feels cold. If I you want it warm, it feels love warm. That yeah, it's perfect in all ways. Just like me mm. and, and Mary Poppins, she's practically perfect in every way. I would be cozy. You'd be chilly. Now, what yeah. drink would you like? I think mm. a nice, like if it's a cold day, I would like a tea, like a nice hot tea. I would love tea. Tea go for tea. Yeah, but also, also like an option for a cold brew. I wouldn't hate a red wine. I can't drink those anymore. I'd like a Moscato. They wreck my life. Uh, I like a good old root beer. A root beer. It's too sweet for me now that I'm old. Okay. <laughs> no, like I had it though because I'm not a huge feeling. pop drinker, and I had one uh, not recently, and I was like, oh my, Lanta, like this is sweet. I like a good root beer once in a while. And you know what I don't care for that a lot of people do? I don't care for root beer floats at all. You are in I don't like, you know, when like the, like the, between the ice cream and like the yes. pot makes that thing. Yes. I hate that's that. That's like one of the greatest really like that And like, the, and Jen loves them. She's like, that's the best part. I'm like, I literally do you like, like Coke floats. I don't know. I've never had a Coke <gasps> float. You've never had a Coke float? Don't you remember back in the day when Burger King offered Coke floats and you got a free Coke glass with it? Bro, we didn't go to Burger King. Yeah, we, I'm not a Burger King family. We went to Wendy's. We went to Mickey D's. <laughs> Burger King was right by my house. Chocolate and let me Coke tell you, we floats. had so many of those Coke glasses. McDonald's did that too. I still have some Coke glasses from McDonald's. Speaking of McDonald's, I think I'm going to get Alana a special lunch tomorrow. If you ask her if she wants a happy meal, she flips. Happy you should bring her over tomorrow. I am. We're having a pool day. Oh, because it's supposed to be nice. Can story. Oh, yeah. We're can done. I? I think. I don't think I have any more questions. I'm, I'm done. Okay. This fan story is a blast from the past. It's all the way from 2018. Whoa. What? 
Shut simpler right. time uh, when things were better. Truthfully, this one comes from Louise. Hi, ladies. I absolutely love your podcast. Hope you're still listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, she then goes on to talk about some of her like Instagram handles. I don't know if the, she wants me to share that, so I won't, but it was very sweet. Um, so fan story. Until around three years ago, I was probably what you would call a mild Harry Potter fan. I was 17 at the time, but I had only ever seen the movies. Of course, I loved them, but I had no idea how deep the universe of Harry Potter really was. My sister finally convinced me to read the books, so before my family and I went on a big trip overseas, I went, and had, went ahead and bought the entire set secondhand and brought the first two books with me on the trip. It's safe to say that that... It's safe to say that from the moment Harry found out he was a wizard, I was absolutely hooked. I couldn't put the book down. It got to a point where my mom had to remind me to enjoy the holiday. By the time we got home, I had finished both books, and I was determined to finish the entire series, which I eventually did. I sorted myself on Pottermore and found out that I was a Ravenclaw, woo, 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 woo. which was so perfect for me. My Patronus is a stoat, and my wand is Hollywood with a unicorn hair core and 11 inches long. I've always been into the fantasy genre, and over time, Harry Potter became my escape from reality. I went through a rough time in high school and dealt with a lot of feelings of depression and anxiety, but I always had Harry Potter to come back to. Like everyone says, Hogwarts will always be there to welcome you home. I recently moved to Canada from Australia Whoa, on my own, cool. and the first few months were incredibly difficult. My anxiety was at its peak, and it got to a point where I felt as if I was incapable of doing anything. I work in housekeeping, so I decided to start listening to the audiobooks at work while I cleaned. I instantly felt started feeling better. I was back at home in Hogwarts once again. Once I finished the audiobooks, I started looking for other outlets. My friend suggested listening to a podcast, so I stumbled across Swish and Flick. I found myself smiling and laughing out loud as I cleaned the rooms listening to you guys talk about Harry Potter. Not only do you provide great content and things to talk about, but you are hilarious and make my days at work a thousand times better. Since starting your podcast, I have been offered a new, much better job. Made some great new friends who are also into Harry Potter. And overall, I'm feeling optimistic beyond belief. I was letting my anxiety take over again, but I'm happy that I, I'll always have Harry Potter and Swish and Flick to bring me back. Thank you for always making my day and providing us all with an amazing outlet where we can all share our thoughts and speculations on the Potter universe. You guys are amazing. Sincerely, a thankful Ravenclaw. Aww. Thank you for your story. Yeah, that is so awesome because I'm getting ready for a big move, so this kind of hit me hard in a good way because... I let my anxiety take over a lot and sometimes it doesn't allow me to feel excited about the things that I want to feel excited about. And I've recently come to terms with that and I'm letting it go. I'm being adventurous. Yeah. So it's thank incredibly you. brave to be like just do a huge move to a whole nother country. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. It's awesome. It's absolutely incredible. And thank you for like what a brave Ravenclaw. Right? Yeah. Thank mm -hmm. you for giving us a chance and I'm glad that we make you laugh. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. It's you rule. Cool. I got jokes. How jokes. many? Just one. Oh, okay. So you have a joke. I have a joke. I mean, there's more jokes listed here, but I just picked one. All right. Yeah, Why more. doesn't Voldemort have glasses? Because he, he has, has a no nose. <sighs> it's nobody knows, guys. Um. <laughs> 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 oh. Funny. How nah. hilarious. You? I used to do that all the time when I was a kid. I'd be like, you're not. Like, ha ha. Funny. It's so funny. I forgot to laugh. Not. <laughs> I'm telling you, we're bringing the nice jokes. Back. Yep. Oh, cute. Pra Braven Claw. Braven Claw. Brave. <laughs> all right. 
Did you guys know that you can follow us on social media? What? We're on Facebook. Do this joke every time. <laughs> Which one, me or her? Both of you. <laughs> uh, we are Swish and Flick Podcast on Facebook, Swish Flick Cast on Twitter and Instagram, and we also have a YouTube channel, which I highly recommend subscribing to because half of swish and flick is gonna live approximately 30 minutes away from universal orlando and you know what that means we don't have vlog so go and subscribe turn the little bell on ding and make sure that you are ready to watch some vloggage so like that term vloggage vloggage i like it i like it sounds not nice you can also follow all of your hosts on social media somewhere, and I will tell you where right now. <laughs> Myself and Katie are on Twitter and Instagram at the Peaches Family. Tiffany is on Twitter and Instagram at Tiff Swish underscore Flick, and Sarah is on Instagram at O'Malley with three <laughs> H's. Too many H's that you had in oh. there. Just three. Malley. <laughs> Mally. <laughs> I just watched the cats fight on Discord. <laughs> um, also known as Nadnarb. Ooh, Nadnarb. Ooh, Nadnarb. <laughs> um, it sounds also, like Simish. Is that what the Sims say? Is that their mm-hmm. language? Is it called Simish? Oh, I yeah. Think I so. forgot. Simlish or Simish? Simlish. Um, also, if you would like to support this podcast, we are on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash swishflickcast. Patreon gives you access to our episodes a day early, our notes that we use to record, Discord, bonus episodes, bonus episodes, also like cool stuff in the mail, and like twice a year we send out boxes. Of swag. Of swag. And they are cool. And I'm just saying, when this episode comes out, hopefully by now, <laughs> your Phoenix Plus boxes for July are in the mail. If not, so they excited. will be soon. Take so, your time. I'm so excited for it. Actually, my mom called me today and she was like, UPS is here with like five boxes. And I'm like, yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> She's like, is this stuff going with you to Florida? And I'm like, heck no. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, a ton of stuff got delivered. I'm super duper excited to put it all together and mail it out to everybody. It's going to be great. And Meg's been creating. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. We have probably by the time this comes out, I'll, we'll already have announced it on social media. But we have new stickers on our website, and I'm super excited about them, and they're super cool, and you should go and check them out at swishflickcast.com because I am in love with some of our new stuff that we ordered, so I can't wait to post them on social media. We're going to take cool pictures. Katie and I will probably take some and get cool pictures in Universal 2 with them. Neato. Julio, Julio. That's all I got. But Tiffany, what you got? I'm going to have a two-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow. Can't believe it. I'm going to go blow up some balloons and throw them in her room. <laughs> so cute. But, um, yeah. 
cleaned the basement today. It looks fantastic. Hours. Literally hours. Throwing things away. I did putting things in donation. Organizing. <laughs> but it was... Does it feel good. good, though? Yeah. There's just a pile of trash outside, though. Yeah, but... It feels really good when it's gone. Yeah. Because let me tell you, we've been doing that for forever. <laughs> feels like weeks. Has been weeks. We just keep getting rid of stuff every day. I'm, st- I'm still reading Guy in the World. I'm on chapter two now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm pretty far in the um, the ballad of songbirds and snakes. Or I finished whatever. it. I'm so excited. Don't say anything. But I really like it. That I'm really enjoying it. I don't know. I haven't played video games in a while. I'm just trying to get ready for people to come stay with me. My family's coming to visit me for the first time in a very, very long time. So it's exciting. That's what I've been doing. That's cool. Um, yeah. So I finished the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I really, really enjoyed it. I highly recommend if you're a fan of the Hunger Games to read it. I was skeptical whenever I heard that President Snow was going to be, like, the main character. Mm. But um, it's just very interesting. I want to have people to talk to about it. Um, I know the feeling, Tiffany. (laughs) But I really like it. And um, I started Red, White, and Royal Blue next, which I'm really enjoying. Um, which if you're looking for like an LGBTQ book, it's one. Did you see that there's like a new series and I think it might be based on like the love Simon and it's called something else. And I think the main character, I'm doing a lot of things to talk about this. It's called love someone. Well, it's love. And then I forget the guy's name, but I think he's bisexual. (laughs) And I was like, it's called love someone. This this looks like something I want to watch. Sorry to interrupt you. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, yeah, Katie and I are taking advantage of cooler days to try and pack. We're not doing the best of jobs. Love Victor is the name of the show. Because we still have a lot to do. And I'm getting slightly nervous to fit all of our stuff into our pod. But we're just going to make it work. We're going to make it work. Because let me tell you. So we moved into this place in Cleveland this time last year. And we have never fit into that apartment. Like, it's just been super frustrating. Not only because, like, we didn't like it right off the bat, so we, like, never settled. But on top of that, we just, like, always had too much stuff. Like, we just never fit into the space. So I was like, listen, we are Mm -hmm. getting the smallest size pod, and we are fitting into it, and that's all we can take. And I just feel like it's going to make my life so much less anxiety-filled because clutter gives me anxiety, I've realized. Same. As soon as there's clutter, it, like, puts me in a bad mood immediately. Mm -hmm. And I can't deal with it anymore. So, yeah. So we're going to have to figure that out because the more boxes we pack, I'm like, where is this going to fit in the pod? (laughs) And I have more things to give you, too. Uh, Swish might be sending me stuff in the mail. <laughs> we'll see what happens. So the stuff is heavy. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. I'm just we're just gonna have to we're gonna have to fit what we can fit. 
But uh, but yeah, Katie, what's uh, what's different with you? Uh, I am the ultimate champion in Pokemon, and <laughs> I <laughs> beat the game. What's so. Pokemon? What do you call it? Po- what is it? Pokemon. Pokemon or Pokemon. I you the way you know you can say it other way. Pokemon. You just gave me a look that you didn't even know you gave me of disapproval <laughs> from the way I said it. What I won't ever say it again. You like you could do Pokemon and then you looked down and was like whatever. Then you looked at me. <laughs> you did. I saw it. I saw it, Katie. I love you, Safa. You mean today? <sighs> just kidding. I still love you. I love you too. Just packing. How excited are you for the Animal Crossing update? Uh, so excited. So excited. Mermaid furniture. Excited. Mermaid furniture. Gonna swim. Mer- gonna dive. Made. Furniture. Gonna talk to that cute otter. Excited. Oh, yeah. He's going to give us all the recipes. We're going to make a little mermaid room. Mm-mm-mm. Disney World be hopping on our island. <laughs> Next all race right. in the roof over here. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. Oh man! I want to extend a very happy anniversary to you guys. Happy anniversary! What was that? Was that English? Oh. (laughs) And then I love you guys. Yeah. What is this? Our. So how many years is this? The day the day after we are recording this, we uh, like we became swish. Swish like became a thing on the twenty sixth of June. Yep. In two thousand and seventeen. Correct. 18, 19, Our first 20. episode. So we've been around for three years. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. What? Yep. Hold on. Yep. Sasa, can I shout out something first? Sure. All right. So <clears throat> a friend of mine, her name is Jessica, has an Etsy shop called Com Crafts, K-O-M, and Crafts with a K, and she does string art. And Ooh. I had her make me a Deathly Hallows string art, and it's awesome. She also has some other Potter ones on there. Like, Isn't she a listener as well? Uh-huh. Harry's, um, like, his hair, scar, and glasses. Cute. Ooh. And then the Deathly Hallows one. I like that love one. Coolio. Yeah. And so if you want to go ahead, look at her shop. She's got a Facebook page. Um. Go in there, tell her Swish and Flick sent you. Um, if you like any of her things, go purchase. She's a good egg. Yeah, we like her. I said, I mean that in a genuine sense, not the mean way I feel like I just said it. But. I thought it sounded all right. Okay. <laughs> um, me, what is going on with my life? I've had a pretty terrible week. So just keep my family in their prayers, in their prayers, in your thoughts and prayers, good vibes, all that stuff. We can use them. Um, I'm still reading The Great Hunt. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Um, send me things if you want me to read them or like watch them, like television shows and such things. I will shout out. I was on, well, I don't know when they're coming out. They might be out by then. He has me, or I don't know, he recorded it. By the time this comes out, it might be out. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but Heroes of the Horn, they talk about the Wheel of Time series or book series. Um, Andy also recorded something for Hyperspace Hangout, which is his Star Wars podcast. So go check that out. Also, by the time this comes out, we know in real life that his friend, the other guy on Up Talking Token, Lane Smith, they had another baby. They so did. congratulations, yes. congratulations yes. to them. Little baby girl. So another girl. Yeah. And that's my life, man. 
I got to study and take this test and then apply to nursing school. And that's pretty much all I'm doing. And I hope by the time this comes out, I'm done with the second book of the Wheel of Time series. So we'll see. There you go. We will see. Good talk. Yeah. Nice long episode for half a stinking chapter. Mm hmm. Well, part of this also, we were like pausing and like whatever. True. True, 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 true. Okay. For Trelawney and trivia. <laughs> for because tri- our trivia just happened two days ago, if you're listening to this on the day that it was released. Two days ago. Two days ago. Good job, trivia players. Congratulations to <laughs> the, the winners. Future. I think it went swell. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope we can put that uh, good vibe into the future. Mm-hmm. To the beyond. <laughs> that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing! Look at my voice! <laughs> One, two, three. I wasn't recording. Testing <laughs> four, five, six. Tomorrow, my niece is turning two. And I was looking at her today, literally going like, literally going to cry. Did, like, I how did you get so big? She's like, I wrong. fed and watered her. <laughs> no, but. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.